You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... We're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. What? It's Mace Windu, motherfucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Literally all week I've been saying Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Because I came from Star Wars Celebration this weekend. For those that follow me on the Blurred Vision on Instagram. Yes, Jordan went to Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. And didn't tell out. anybody he was going. Oh, actually, I was told not to tell anybody by Disney. They were like, keep this a secret until the day of. So I actually kind of broke that by telling you and Chris. So consider yourself lucky. <laughs> it's racism and homophobia. <laughs> but yeah, Disney invited me out. Unfortunately, didn't give me a, a guest pass. Or I would have invited you too, Michael. Racism and homophobia. <laughs> but yeah, I was there. I was there at Ground Zero for the rise of Skywalker. I was there when the Emperor came like, out. Wait, he's going where? And he didn't tell me? Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. I'm sorry, man. You know, you know, Mickey Mouse, he had a gun to my head. You tell anyone, I will fuck you up. Huh? You could have Mark, Mark Ruffaloed me. I kind of did. The, uh, have you, and here's a question. I haven't been checking around, but you saw my post about the Mandalorian? Yeah. Have you seen that clip posted anywhere else online? No. Fuck. <laughs> I posted that right after they showed that trailer. And then afterwards, John Favreau was like, oh, I was supposed to say that we should, uh, please don't record that, that trailer. And I was like, I already posted it. <laughs> you probably should take it down. <laughs> well, technically, it's unclear if he was joking or not. Oh, okay. I'm going to plead ignorance. <laughs> so Jordan's going to get go missing next week. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know why. Yeah, now you, you're all my witnesses if I get just suddenly just disappear off the face of the earth. He's going to get snapped. <laughs> Mickey Mouse actually has the gauntlet. Yes. Uh, but yeah, man, it was so, it was amazing. I've never been to a Star Wars convention before, and that was my first. But when they when he announced the rise he of Skywalker. He still has the bracelet on his arm. I still got all the fucking bracelets on. <laughs> for each day, they gave me a different bracelet for like the, the press area or whatever. I got the VIP treatment. Felt like a big deal. <laughs> yeah, nobody, I'm, nobody's inviting me to places. I'm gonna keep it real though. I think they were filling a quota. <laughs> there was like almost no black people there. I was like, oh, oh no, I saw you uh, took a picture with Andre. Yeah, we're fulfilling the quota. <laughs> like, oh, I see what they're doing. Uh, and I mean, they are putting more people of color and representation in Star Wars movies anyway. There's like new black female Yeah, I saw that. Oh, they got a black woman. And of course, the first rumor is, oh, is she the daughter of Lando? I mean, they said the same thing about Finn, though. Exactly. I'm like, yo, is every black person going to be related in the Star Wars universe? But at universe? the same time, it's like, it's a coincidence that the movie that Lando comes back, now this is a random black woman yeah, and in were, Star Wars. So I'm like, it's got to be his daughter. Yeah, they were very hush-hush about what her role is. But I'm excited. I mean, and when I was there, I'm telling you, like, the, the excitement for when the rise of Skywalker, like, came up at the end of the trailer. And then afterwards, 
the emperor himself came out and was like, run it again. Everybody lost their minds. <laughs> so yeah, we'll talk about that trailer when we get into news of the week, but yeah, I think it rekindled my, my love for Star Wars, man. I'm excited. There's a lot of fun things up about this week. Not only Star Wars stuff, but we got the Game of Thrones is back, baby. One yes. Punch Man is back, baby. It's all the things we love. This is Game of Thrones where everybody fucking dies now. <laughs> and also, it was hilarious because, well, not hilarious because my plane got delayed, but it's a really weird coincidence that the last day of Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars Con, that Sunday, it was snowing in Chicago. And I was like, oh my god, winter's actually here. <laughs> in the middle of April? Like, what the hell? Well, it was monsooning here. Oh, with the rain? Yeah. I'd rather have that than the freaking snow. My plane was late like three to four hours. Who'd you fly? Uh, United. Oh. Why? Uh, I'm, just, I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't first class or anything like that. You know, was, As a former flight attendant, I was uh, just wondering who you flew. Oh yeah, I was sitting in the back with the crying baby on the way back home too, so not the best ride. So they didn't give you that much of the VIP treatment. No. <laughs> <laughs> put you in a coach. <laughs> He'll be satisfied. He's not that important. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got... No, we're, we're going to try to keep this podcast short because Michael's sleepy. Sleepy baby. Yes. So... Very. No black... Uh, I keep saying it. I keep trying to say black and dagger. <laughs> Racist Racism. <laughs> but no cloak and dagger. Yeah, no was, shield hero. I was hero. falling asleep trying to watch One Punch Man. Yeah, we're going to keep this short with just... The, the the big ones. But it's Game not going to be short because it's fucking a lot of news. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, at least I'm going to try and keep my <laughs> section short. All right. We got Game of Thrones. We got One Punch Man. Uh, and Hellboy came out. But, but, <laughs> Star Wars. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to get into Hellboy. You did see it, right? Yes. Okay. <sighs> Miss Ron Perlman, man. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it. Mm. <laughs> I don't like that response. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we don't fight. But before, maybe, maybe. But forgetting all of that. Wait a minute. There's a movie you left out. What? A little movie that you. Left. I ain't see that shit. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I actually started my Star Wars celebration. What happened to? I need to book in the conversation. Well, I, that was it's before like an episode. I, I, I will watch it, but I, you know, I was out the whole weekend, uh, I, and I saw Hellboy. That Thursday before the Star Wars celebration really kicked off. After that, I was like, mm, I'm just gonna stick with Star Wars this weekend. <laughs> I'm a. That was enough things for me to get mad about. I'll wait until next week to get mad about little, right? <laughs> or you might love it. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard a lot of mixed things. I mean, you're saying it was all right, but I haven't heard good things. But I would like to hear what your thoughts were on it. Uh, <laughs> wow, okay all right yeah exactly it makes that fills me with confidence about this um before getting all that we don't have any itunes reviews uh, but please send them in guys we love hearing from you but we do have emails so i want to jump right into mail of the week here's the mail it never fails it makes me want to wag my tail when it comes i want to well first email comes from danny villasenor this is his second question he's sending wicked questions for us uh, okay, so I know I emailed the question already, but I saw this on Insta, and I want to ask you guys, if Deadpool was to be dusted, do you think he would be dusted for good, or would just keep rematerializing and only have enough time to say, God fucking damn it, before disintegrating again? Well, I don't think that being dusted has anything to do with your regeneration factor. Yeah, no. So I think he would just be killed, but I do like... Because I feel like that's more magic than, like, 
full on death death. Yeah, it's not like Wolverine versus the Phoenix in Last Stand where she was like blowing off parts of his body. He was yeah. healing instantly. But I do like this uh this 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 fan fiction version that you kind of wrote was <laughs> coming back. It's uh, like I, God damn it and disappearing I, again. <laughs> I kind of feel like since he breaks the fourth wall like in universe he'll be dead, but then he'll be speaking like off panel like yeah, this fucking sucks, right? <laughs> like a post-credit scene, like, and I just got back out from Fox. Yeah, something like. I just got acquired by Disney, and this happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, but thanks for the question, Danny. Our next email comes from Stanley Ward. Subject is: Who knows if this made it in time? Well, it made, well, it it, made it in time for this week. <laughs> hey guys, long time no talk. Unlike my alter ego Todoroki, I've been hardcore slacking. My bad, Jordan. Congrats on your success with Unworthy. I'm very proud of you. And which is cool because actually at the Star Wars celebration, someone recognized me for Unworthy. I was like, what? Um, and Michael, please start writing again. I need Michael Simeon original novel in my possession ASAP. Yeah, Michael, stop slacking. You're not, <laughs> you're not the first one to tell me to do that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't want to. It's not that I don't want. It's just I never got over being discouraged some BTS between I've been planning a novel since I was in college, which is 3000 years ago. <laughs> but while in college, I was like, I got a paper to write. I got homework to study for. There's no time. After mm-hmm. I graduate, I'll hunker down and write this book. I started writing, finished a chapter and a half. Then I started reading another book and I was like, this is my idea. Oh yes. We talked about this. Then I read the <laughs> second, but third, uh, cause it's five books in that series. I was like, this is my fucking idea. Yeah. Then I threw my laptop and said, fuck this thing. And I never touched it. It was like three years ago. I never touched it. Yeah, but we've spoken about this. That we have, but I still to... can't get over. <laughs> they went Because right I was like, I've left. been thinking, like I said, I was thinking about this since I was in college. Yeah. So to like have this thing marinate and then all of a sudden re- read something. It was like, mm, this, I is, see. this is my fuck. You stole my baby. <laughs> they steal it though. You the tethered in my life. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like Red trying to get revenge on Adelaide only to be murdered at the end and my spirit comes back as Deadpool saying, isn't this some shit? Well, why a novel? Why not like a screenplay or something? Is no. it is it the length or just because of the idea? It's the length. I'm very wordy. Uh, okay. Screenplays, you gotta be tight and short. Oh, uh, okay. No, I want full detail and I want to write about the sex. See, the I got the freaking the patience. Gay, the gay sex. It's a lot of gay sex. <laughs> it's like, I need to write about that in as much detail as possible. Yes, I need to write about the penetration and the lube. Okay. All right. All right, J.R. But uh, I'm joking about that part, but I am wordy, so I like novels. Okay. With your Game of Thrones status over here. <laughs> uh, I think you guys have very doable goals, and I'm glad... I can be part of that journey, no matter how insignificant that part may be. No part is insignificant, Stanley. Um, on a different note, I'm glad you guys are enjoying Promised Neverland, seeing as I recommended it when the anime was still almost a year away. You are a man of culture, I yeah. see, Stan. Thank you. Uh, I read all of Rising of the Shield Hero, and the payoff of the current arc is interesting, unlike most things I've seen for sure. Is this show like a one-and-done Shield Hero? What do you mean one and done? Like Death Note, sixty three episodes, and that's it. Oh, yeah, that's a good or question. Is it like several seasons. I don't know. Is the manga even still going? I don't even know. I don't know. Well, Stanley, that's something for you to answer for next week's episode. <laughs> Stan, inform us. We're ignorant. Uh, la, 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 la. Plus the animation alone. Oh, speaking of which, you notice my shirt? 
The sword in darkness. Watcher on the wall. Night, night watch Westeros. Nice. It was a really good uh, brand of Tarth Phasma at the Star Wars convention too. Like she had like the full brand of Tarth outfit, but then like Captain Phasma's helmet on. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, da, 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 da. I read all the Rising of Shilero. Not to mention Ralph Talia is beautifully done. Seeing good vibe, or sending good vibes your way. Sorry for the long email. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Stan, that was not long at all. Yeah, I was like, people keep saying, oh, sorry for the long email, but it's like, guys, you have not seen guys' emails. Yeah, it's like they're novels. <laughs> if I can read your email in under like a minute and a half, that's fine. If he can read your email under three hours, then it's fine. Yeah. Like, if I have to, like, guys' take- emails is basically Avengers Endgame <laughs> in length. Like, if I have to take like long breaks between each paragraph that's a long email <laughs> uh, let's see da, 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 da. next email comes from Z- old pal Xavier Sutton Lion King rant hey guys I'm at school while I'm writing this email I should be working but there's a substitute and just saw the Lion King trailer and I wanted to get my problem about this movie uh, oh I wanted to get to my problem about this movie I just don't know about this reboot it just seems like a copy and paste of the original movie. So why bother making a re- reboot if they're not going to make something different? Ending that little rant, you guys are always great. Tuesdays are usually my worst day, but you two make it better. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Well, I'm glad we can make your day better, Xavier. And, I mean, I guess we're going to be talking about the Lion King trailer later, right? So should yes, we save our thoughts for that? Yes, we are. Okay, so just hold on, Xavier. We'll get into our thoughts about Lion King, and we may or may not agree with you. Hang a yama, hang a yama, bama. Hang a yama, vote for Barack Obama. <laughs> I would for a third term if I could. <laughs> Let's see. Next email comes from. Jamal DeMarco. Anime thoughts. Hey guys, big fan of the show, and I had a few anime thoughts that I will try and keep as short as possible. Attack on Titan, even though last season seemed underwhelming, as a manga reader, I have to say, don't lose hope, and that this upcoming season is one of, if not the best arcs in this series. Uh, random note, I actually was I, was I was watching a few episodes of last season of Attack on Titan, and I think watching it week to week, I didn't appreciate... Like, it wasn't a bad season at all. So I don't think it was like a... Probably the weakest of the Tech on Titan seasons, but for what it laid out for and fleshed out for the world, I think was important for the overall story. And just because they weren't fighting Titans nonstop and having the epic da 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 music like every episode, mm-hmm. maybe like because we're watching it week to week, it just felt slower. But I think in the long run, it will make the show better. Yeah, because that trailer was, was fucking it, amazing. It would be better on a binge connected yeah. to whatever's coming next. Yeah, did you? Did we talk about the trailer for Attack on Titan season three? No, didn't know there was one. Oh, dude, for real? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's epic. So I didn't even see it. And it's funny because we talked about the One Punch Man season two trailer, but that's literally the best comparison for like all the issues that we had with the One Punch Man season two trailer. The Attack on Titan season three trailer is like, this is exactly what that should have been. It is season three, right? Not season four. Season three? Three, yeah. Okay, three. Or three point. What is it? Wait, the one we watched was season three, right? It was? I think it was. So maybe it's season four. So is it 3B? No. Is or, it? Or is it, season- is it? No, isn't it season four? Or It's not the next, it's not the next season? Is it? It might be 3B. Like, kind of like Young Young Justice. Like, oh, like broke it in half? Yeah. It was a short season, wasn't it? Yeah. So maybe it is. Maybe you're right. 
I don't know. But either way, watch that trailer because, like, for all of the lack of animation in the One Punch Man trailer, the season three whatever trailer of Attack on Titan is, like, balls to the wall with action. It, it brings back all those epic nostalgic feelings from, the, like, the first couple of seasons of Attack on Titan that we loved. So I would definitely recommend watching it if you haven't. I'm really excited for the new season. Uh, actually, shouldn't that be starting soon? Doesn't it start this month, too? Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick. Okay, while you do that, I'll continue reading. His next, uh, Jamal goes on to say, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, I think will be the biggest anime of the spring season, and though it holds... So yeah, it's called Season 3 Part 2. Okay, alright, cool. Yeah, definitely watch that trailer, it's fucking epic. And they bring back a remix version of the original epic opener song. Uh, I think will be... I think this will be the biggest anime of the spring season, and though it holds a lot of similarities, the Row Row Row. April 28th. Okay, so the, at the end of the month. Oh, this month is packed with yeah, awesome. This month is packed. <laughs> uh, I think it has a uniqueness that will hold your attention longer because I myself fell off of the Row Row Row. Okay, then we're not alone. I also read the manga of this series and can say that, like a lot of greats, DBZ Naruto Bleach, it gives you an abundance of characters to fall in love with. And if anything, I think the series is at least worth a try, given that it's only two episodes in. I have actually watched the first episode of this. Have you seen this? Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba? Have not. Never okay. heard of it. I'll put a pin in that for now, then. First episode was decent, though. So I'll be willing to give it a shot. Is he slaying demons? Uh, yes. <laughs> what was that pause? Because <laughs> in the first episode, not really. Someone else does. But I assume he will become a demon slayer in the series. Okay. Uh, oh, God. Hunter x Hunter. This one kills me, but given your recent demand to watch the series as a huge fan of the anime, top three, possibly favorite of all time, I have to say that over the years, I've noticed that when people who love the show attempt to get others to share that love, it usually doesn't pan out that way. After multiple rewatches, I've come to notice that Hunter x Hunter is just one of those shows that if it doesn't get your heart in the initial introduction, then you probably won't become a fan after forcing yourself to binge through multiple episodes. Oh, this is discouraging. Because uh, I'm not that I'm not a fan of the beginning of Hunter x Hunter, though I truly believe the show has some of the best characters, themes, and story in anime history. I would be lying if I didn't say you could find yourself in a Black Clover situation, where you're cheerlessly binging through episodes, just waiting on key moments. Damn it! That's actually what I feared about Hunter x Hunter. The one thing I would say, and it's like benefit, is that when I see clips of Hunter x Hunter later in the series, it it looks like a completely different show. Like, location, tone, everything looks different. Well, I guess you got a Black Clover, your Hunter x Hunter. No. You did, it for, did it for one show, you can, you can do it! <laughs> you can do it. Sorry to be, uh, sorry to be long-winded, but after years of listening to guys, uh, I feel like I have a true, oh, I guess, what? Sorry to be long-winded, but after years of listening to you guys, I feel like I have true friends that you can't help but want to blab to sometimes. Keep up the great work and stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thank you for your honesty, Jamal. I'm still gonna try and watch Hunter x Hunter this summer. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give up on that. I made, I made a promise. And like Jon Snow says, real man keeps his promises. If enough men tell enough half truths, then words lose all meaning. And that's why he's the true prince who was promised because he was literally promised and he keeps his promises. Or is he? The fuck is that noise? It's my falling downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> White Walkers. 
<laughs> or is he what? The prince that will die. <laughs> well, I think he's literally. I, I think he literally is the prince who was promised. The whole Ned Stark thing. It, his life began with a promise. You know what I mean? Like Ned had to promise to his 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 mom to keep him safe. Yeah. I think it's a coincidence too that he goes out of his way to the lie. So he always wants to keep his promises. Mm-hmm. Literally the prince who's promised. <laughs> um, and our last email comes from ah. Uh, our Deku with the podcast, Jacob. Uh, I'm back, and it feels great. I've been listening to the past episodes and current episodes, and man, I miss reviewing. First off, how have you all been? We've been good. I've yeah, been good. I hope you've had a splendid week. Second, let's talk about Shazam. I enjoyed it, but I did have quite a few problems with it, especially in the second half, uh, and with the kid actor that plays Billy. I felt his tone change in every scene he was in. And some scenes where it was supposed to be epic or sad or holy shit worthy, it was ruined for me because of his acting. I did like Zachary Levi's Shazam, but I did not feel like Shazam and Billy were the same person. That's actually exactly what I said. So I that kind of vindicates how I feel too, Jacob. See, me and me and Deck were on the same page. <laughs> not that it, you know, it didn't hurt the movie for me or anything, but it, it is it was something I kind of noticed. Um I agree with him. I, I I wouldn't go as far to say that I thought the kid was a bad actor, but I did prefer Zachary Levi's uh, portrayal of, of Billy Batson. Uh, but I did not feel like Shazam and Billy was the same person. Shazam felt for uh, felt for happy and carefree. Shazam felt too happy and carefree. Even his mannerisms were different. See, that especially. I told you. That's why I felt too. I felt that Billy didn't learn the lesson that was meant to be learned, which was to accept the family you have. If the main character isn't the best part, that's kind of disappointing to me. My favorite part uh, of the movie was Freddy, the disabled kid. He was funny and a fantastic actor and arguably the best part of the film. And I didn't say this in our review, but I think his adult counterpart was pitch perfect. Like, they were exactly the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think that's a good comparison for why I don't think Zachary Levi and the, the kid version of Billy Batson was the same. Because that, that showed me, like, in that, in that, the, the, what the one minute that, that the adult Freddy was around, I was like, "That's the same guy." <laughs> oh, and I was, I was listening to our Shazam review, and I forgot to mention because I said there was a moment that made me really go, "They really need to get rid of his muscle padding in the next ep- in the next movie because there was something that happened that made it super obvious." What? And I didn't say it because we weren't talking spoilers. But what what that was is once they did the Sh- the Shazam family, yeah. And you saw all the other kids in the suits. Yeah. None of them really had muscle padding. And then you're standing oh. next to Zachary Levi with all this fucking muscle. And it's like this now. Now that he's in this lineup, this looks terrible. Yeah, especially the uh, the big kid. Yeah. Like he looked natural. Like the, the muscles on his adult version, uh-huh. they looked real. But yeah, he looked as... Yeah, you're right. I, I didn't notice that in the movie, but now that you say it, Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was like, please get rid of this, <laughs> or just get the rock big. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but all in all, I did enjoy. If the DCU goes in this direction, I feel that the future will be bright. And those are my thoughts for Shazam. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Also, before I go, Michael, I have a suggestion for your YouTube channel to expand it by not being just simply a movie review channel. Why not also review and have video game gameplay videos? Uh, you can videotape yourself playing the latest games you got, such as Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I did Kingdom Hearts 3, but the, like the, the review, record, I don't know how to do that. Like, I'll be watching people. Like rec- streaming? Yeah, record the video and then record themselves. I'm like, how the fuck do they do that? Like, how do they get the gameplay footage? 
I think there's like a, a thing you plug into the TV or something. I think. I don't that's, know. That's I don't do it. I need Cyborg for that. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Uh, then once you're done and review your overall experience, just a thought. Anyways, that's all for this week. Thank you guys for being amazing. But thanks for the week. suggestion. Yeah, thanks, Jacob. See, he's so, he's so good. <laughs> he's over there giving you little notes with his little notepad. <laughs> even when I did the, even when I did a Kingdom Hearts review, I was like, I want to show like certain things. I'm talking, but I'm like, I don't know how to. Did you like that game? Because I watched the, the cutscenes and I fucking hated it. Hated it. Like I was like, I'm so glad I didn't play this game. Watch my YouTube review. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't like it. I I didn't love it. That means you didn't like it. <laughs> Pretty much give it a passable. That's that's a failure for Kingdom Hearts 3. How many years oh, do we wait for this? Maybe even a high passable. Maybe this is the theme of this episode. The things that take too long to come out and are ultimately disappointing. I think two of the three main topics we're going to talk about today kind of fall into that same camp. Because, yeah, because Kingdom Hearts was like, what? A, it was way too easy. Like, I heard it only gets hard after, like, no, at the end. It's stupid easy. Oh, even at the end? Even at the end. Like, oh, at the end, it gets a little bit harder. But for the most part, I think I died maybe three times in the whole game. Mm. And then, like, the whole beginning of the game, spoilers for Kingdom Hearts, they talk about, oh, how he lost his powers and how he needs to retrain and get his powers back. Again. But he's, <laughs> he, he has all, even in the beginning, he has all these random-ass powers that he never had before, and it makes the game, again, super eat like... If you want to, and again, it's all product play. If you want to summon a Disney fucking roller coaster ride, he could turn into a giant roller coaster. If you want to summon a pirate ship, he could turn into a fucking pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I thought he lost his powers. He never had this in another game. It's, it's like fucking random. It seems more button mashy from what I've seen. It is. And then again, like I said, it's just easy. Like once you get into a situation where you think you might, you think you might run into some struggle, oh, just summon a fucking pirate ship and he could turn into a pirate ship and swing and defeat the heartless. Yeah. And it's like... See, and that's gameplay. Like I'm not even talking about the gameplay. I'm just talking about the story. Because at the end, when they just start introducing every single character from every oh, yeah, single that's, game. That's the thing too. And they talk, I'm we, like, they're like, we have to, didn't want it to we be. We have to save Terra. And I'm like, who the fuck is Terra? We have to save Aqua. Who the fuck is Aqua? We have to save... Uh, what's the third one? It was a third one's name. It's like, who, who the fuck is this? Remember how I, before the game came out, I was like, I really hope they simplify this story and don't try and tie in every single fucking mobile game and tie-in they've ever made. They did exactly that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, then, god damn it. They didn't update the writing for the audience because when when Kingdom Hearts came out I was like again 15 whatever years ago we were much younger yeah so we had a different and then on top of that it's not like we were so young that we were like toddlers or whatever we were still in our but we were still in our late teens more or less oh yeah 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 but at the same time it's like when Kingdom Hearts first came out there was a lot of game like we didn't get like The Last of Us or all these God of War, Dead Spit, like all these games that were way more mature and had better story and, and gameplay and graphics and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So we had a different eye for video games. I agree with that. Then when Kingdom Hearts, now this one's coming out, it's like you're repeating the same tropes and it's like, heard it all before. I mean, that's part of it. But I think the bigger part is, yeah, games have evolved story-wise past that point. But Kingdom Hearts 1, I think, holds up the best because as the games progressed, they got more and more convoluted. That first game, at least, you know, there, there are some weird shit like Ansem and all that shit, but, but at least it's focused enough where it feels like you're reading a storybook. 
And it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like a, a fairy tale, so it, it works. Yeah. But then as they start adding more and more Nomura Final Fantasy bullshit on top of it, starting really with Kingdom Hearts 2, like, that's where the convolution really started getting bogged, bogged down the story. See, I think that's the biggest problem with Kingdom Hearts 3 because they... They pulled, do everything. They Well, not even that, but they pulled away from, like, the biggest... The, the selling point of Kingdom Hearts was the Disney properties meeting the Final Fantasy characters. Yeah. But I think they separated it in the Kingdom Hearts But in Kingdom right? Hearts 3, there were, like, no Final Fantasy characters. It was all Disney. And then all their original bullshit characters at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that, that Organization 13 and... All like the six Soras, four Rikus, three Kairis. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. Yeah. But yeah. I guess that's our Kingdom Hearts mini review. <laughs> even not even play it. I just watched the cutscenes. Um, and the ending. Bruh. Fucking stupid. Wait, what happened to him? Exactly. <laughs> I don't even remember. You see, you don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I played it. Oh. It basically set up a seat for another... Uh, yeah. Yeah, for a part four, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Spoilers. <laughs> How do you have the balls, King of Hearts? I was like, wait, this isn't the end? <laughs> if oh, anything's a reboot, on. it's that shit. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> All right, so how do you want to do this? Because the, the the better segue from Kingdom Hearts and that bullshit would be Hellboy. Yeah, we, we can talk about Hellboy. <laughs> right, let's talk about Hellboy. <laughs> On an island off the coast of Scotland, something was summoned from the depths of hell. Something that would end mankind. And this uh, thing you worried about, did it show up? Oh, yes. You did. We face every threat there is, and yet you take me in. Hello, son. You made me a goddamn weapon. Where's my fucking violin? Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Out there, there's a fifth century sorceress who wants to bring down the curtain on London and the world. Great homework. Do you fight for those who hate and fear you? You are meant for this. Out of the ashes, new Eden will emerge. Okay, I'd appreciate a prophecy with more relatable stakes. David Harbour, and I don't remember who the director for this is, not Guillermo del Toro, let's just say that. I don't remember. No, it doesn't matter. It, it it doesn't matter. If it was a better movie, I might be like, yeah. And I'm not even going to bury the lead on this because it's being destroyed online. It had like a below a 10%. It had a 9% when it debuted on Rotten. <laughs> I think it's up to... Wait, but wait. I think it went up. To what? 11%. Whoa! <laughs> That's like fan four stick territory. Good job, Hellboy. You did it, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> you did it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It actually has a lot of issues in common with Fantastic Four. Namely... It has no idea what the fuck to do with its characters. It has no idea what the fuck to do with its story. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Yeah, you, I'm about to. <laughs> you, you might as well start this review. No, man. <laughs> uh, before we get into our, our reviews, we're going to start with non-spoilers and get into spoilers as per usual. For those that know our race. Does anybody here. care about spoilers? <laughs> Nobody no, saw this. See this. Nobody saw this movie. <laughs> Just look at the box office. <laughs> but yeah, if those that know our race, we're going to blur version. I will drop it here. 
We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Ketchupon. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, I, I, I went and saw this Thursday before Star Wars Celebration really started because I wanted to, you know, I, I, I thought I was going to start the, the week off with a bang because I didn't really believe those reviews. I was like... I mean, people didn't like the first couple of Hellboy movies, and I actually did. So I don't know what your thoughts were on yeah, the original I Hellboys. Too. I don't think they were ama- like perfect movies, but I give them like high passables, a little more than passables. I would watch them again. Yeah, I watch them. I would definitely watch them again. I, I've had watched those movies multiple times, and I like the Golden the Golden Army more than the first movie. Um, so and I was the one that was actually excited to see the conclusion of that trilogy because it it literally ended on a cliffhanger that to me was going to fulfill the whole premise of the Hellboy storyline, which is he's literally the right hand of Doom. He is an agent of the apocalypse here on Earth that is trying to fight for good. In of that, that's a great story to me. It's very interesting. I remember when I was younger and I saw the first movie, that when they revealed the twist, got to read the comics, of course, when they revealed the twist that his hand, the big rock hand, was like the thing that opens up the gates of hell and like releases the big Cthulhu monsters, I was like, that's badass. It blew my little kid mind. And Ron Perlman nailed that role. Even the makeup and the CGI, if you've seen those movies recently, they hold up. Yeah, Ron Perlman was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they all were. Even uh, Doug Jones is Abe Sapien. Oh, Abe Sapien. Their their chemistry together, especially in the second movie, is is a big reason why I like those movies. Um. And, you know, it's cartoony at points. It's It's got its early 2000s comic book movie, you know, campiness in some parts. But it holds up. And again, especially the makeup and Rom, how Rob Perlman looks as Hellboy. I'm telling you right now, David Harbour, he looks like shit in this movie. <laughs> and I know part of it's suppo- he's supposed to. They, they've added more, like, details to him, like scarring and, like, the, the hair scraggliness and his body type looks a little bit more like the comic book accurate version of him. And I'll say that, but say that about this movie first, right off the bat. It's comic accurate. Like they do try and weave together. I, I looked this up afterwards. I was so put off by the things, some of the things they did in this movie, that I had to look up to see if the things that I hated were actually part of the original comics. They are. Some of the dumbest twists in this movie are actually in the comics. There's a whole story arc about it. But I think maybe, I'm a, I haven't read the stories in the comics, but I'm going to try and give it the benefit of the doubt. And I'll say that maybe, because these was like it was a whole comic arc, that trying to condense it down for one movie is what made it feel so disjointed. Mm-hmm. And that's my major issue with this movie. From the characters, from the story, to... to that's really the main thing. The characters and the story, it all feels disjointed. It feels shallow. Uh, and in some ways, it's almost like... You know, a lot of times we see a bad movie, but there's parts in it that we kind of like, and we're like, oh, I didn't like it, but there are good parts in it. Like a BVS. Like, there's a good movie in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. There is a good movie in this Hellboy reboot. And you know what that movie is? Hellboy 1. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch that movie again. <laughs> like, literally, there's moments where they kind of, like, go over the same, like, information as the first Hellboy movie. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going... Please segue to that movie. Go back into that one. Like they, they change some things from that original story, so, and they do. I'm like, oh, you ruined the movie I liked, <laughs> you assholes. David Harbour is Hellboy. I can't even say that he was good. I can't even give him that. 
I would usually be like, well, maybe it was a story, and that's why he wasn't good in the role. But even his characterization of Hellboy, he came off as whiny. He came off as stupid. Like he, I, I know Hellboy's supposed to be like a twenty-year-old guy or whatever, like a, a six-year-old monster, but with the the maturity of a, a young twenty-year-old. But in this movie, he came off as like as petulant, and because the relationship between him and his father is not nearly as strong as the relationship between him and his father in that first Hellboy movie, or as likable, he just came off like an asshole. Him and his father. So I didn't care about them at all, and and the entire ending hinges on you caring about those characters. <laughs> And the rated okay. And another thing, when we first saw the the last trailer for this this movie, which was literally last week, we were kind of scared because it was like, okay, you're you're releasing a trailer, the, the same week of, yeah, the, the week of the movie the week yeah. it comes out. Again, I gave it the benefit of the doubt and was like, okay, but it's a, it's a it's not really just a trailer. It's like a rated R sizzle reel because the difference between this movie and the and the original movie is it's rated R and you get to be gritty and hardcore and badass, but the violence in this movie doesn't add anything to the story. The, the, no. you, you might as well just watch that sizzle reel instead of watching this movie if you want to just see action and gore. Because it's not even like there's any action set piece in this movie that's dope. There's not a single action set piece that I thought was cool. There's one that I thought would be cool in the trailers where he fights giants. It looks terrible. You can tell it's all green It's screen. all green screen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo! And again... I, remember how I said the, the Hellboy's 1's prosthetics and CG holds, holds up? Mm-hmm. That should not look better than the movie that comes out 15 years later. And the, <laughs> and the fact that we didn't get the third Hellboy movie, but instead we get this reboot, that's like the biggest slap in the face to me. Because like now we'll never, we'll, if we never were going to, if we never, I know that it was, we probably never get that third movie anyway. But now we're definitely never going to get any Hellboy movies. Uh-huh. Not only is this movie critically slammed, but it's doing terrible too, I've heard. Yeah, it is. For good reason. Because <laughs> someone like me, who uh, I should be the one to come back and tell you guys, you know what, it's got problems, but there are some good things in there. It doesn't deserve that 9%. But no, it deserves lower than that 5%. <laughs> I would give this movie fucking poor vision. Fuck this movie. It literally, <laughs> it, it pissed me off. It was like the worst way to start my Star Wars celebration. <laughs> I started with Star Wars Rage. Like, what? And the post-credit scene. I didn't get it. I was like, what? what no, no, it? not that one. I guess it wasn't post-credit. The 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 end-credit scene before the post-credit scene. It was. I, the, I still didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that either. It was a slap to the face. They in, the, the 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 cliffhanger is they're introducing a character that was a main character in the original movies. That if he was in this movie, I don't remember him. I don't remember the original movies that much. Yeah, you, you definitely do. We'll talk about it. Maybe we're not thinking about the same thing, but you definitely want to know who I'm talking about. Because the characters in this sucked. Remember that whole controversy about Ed Screen? Oh, wait. You're talking about, oh, I thought you were talking about, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought yeah. you were talking about, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like the Flash? What is that motion? <laughs> no, the, the post credit scene. The last post credit scene. Yeah, when he was in the cemetery. Yeah, no, I didn't get that either. That's that's some character from, I guess, the Hellboy comics. Yeah, that's what I was... Uh, okay, so I thought that's what you were talking about. I was like, no, no, oh, no, I don't get not, it. Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one was stupid, too. That was, like, even the bigger. Like, I waited for that. <laughs> Maybe for, like, a hardcore Hellboy fan. Like, oh, I know who that is. Well, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so just as the movie is bad, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the big controversy about Ed Screen being that Asian character... Granted, if a white guy was named Damio... 
I'd be upset. <laughs> but that character added nothing to the movie. All the side characters in the movie were terrible. The girl yeah, that they, was there for no reason, she literally just shows up and is just like, why are you here? Plot. The, why, why? I want to be your sidekick. Why? Uh, plot. Plot. <laughs> <laughs> The, the 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 Asian guy who becomes the weird cheetah. It's not a sport because that's in the trailers. Even though they and this is what we feared, that was in the trailers. But we're like, well, as long as it's not like a like there's a build up to it, it's fine. You know, it's, no, there like, was a build. Character. Like they try to make it seem like you don't know. Yes. Why is he in? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> they hit it the entire movie. Like it was literally they wait until the last battle. I'm like, I know what he is. Why are you holding that card? Yeah. <laughs> and then ultimately. He did nothing! <laughs> like, at least if you're going to do that, have him be important to the last battle. No. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Mila Jovovich, she can't make a good movie. Like, the whole time I'm sitting there going, Resident Evil Girl, Resident Evil Girl, Resident Evil Girl. And maybe if the movie gave her something to work with, I wouldn't feel that way. But she is the most bare bones, one note, I'm evil for the sake of being evil, super villainous ever. She made Rasputin from the... And Rasputin wasn't a good villain in the first movie. But she made Rasputin in the first Hellboy movie look like fucking Thanos. <laughs> she was so bland. And her fucking... Her evil plan literally changes in the last act. I want to do this for revenge. Actually, yeah, no, I yeah, want to do this. I want to do this. Like, but, but why? Because <laughs> I want that devil dick, duh. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so the like, poor vision is shit. <laughs> Fucking terrible. It deserves less than that 9%, okay? <laughs> I'm mad it even went up to the 11%. <laughs> How'd you feel about this movie? <laughs> All right. I'm going to disagree with you on one thing. What? I do. I, I actually do think David Harbour's Hellboy looks better than Ron Perlman's. You think it looks better? I think it looks better. Aesthetically, granted, he's got so much prosthetics in his He has a lot of scar, like the scar. Like I said before, like this is what happens when you're not on crystal meth, Ron Perlman. This is what happens when you do crystal meth. So he does look like harder in the face, but I think overall, like it looks, it looks better. But his lips look so weird. It's like this. Like he's like he's like ninety five percent prosthetics on his face. Ron Perlman could get away with just his face being almost red and like some little changes because Ron Perlman has a monster face, (laughs) so it worked better for me. I guess that maybe that's why they had to add more prosthetic. Because yeah, Ron Pro, when he looks, yeah, takes all. He looks a little weird. He's, when he he, take, he's got monster head. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he take off the makeup. He looks weird normally. Yeah. But David <laughs> Harbour looks like a suave daddy. Yeah, <laughs> but I still think overall, like the design, like it just look, and even like the little bit of hair that was oh, on I him. Hate it. I just think it like just looks better. Like he looks more quote unquote real. I guess my thing is that he looks more monstrous, but Hellboy. Is a it's supposed to be a humanized monster, so I think him looking softer in the old movies. I guess the, hum- I guess the character. human aspect supposed to come from his personality. Yeah, I guess so. But I just feel like I don't know. There's a lot of things in the movie that were just grotesque for the sake of being grotesque, and I think his facial appearance was one of those things because he didn't have to look that ugly. I don't think so anyway. But that's just me. Yeah, overall, for a movie to be for this concept, and then the fact that you're going rated R, it should have been darker in terms of tone than it was and it wasn't so i'm just like i'm confused by what you're yeah. telling me in this movie it was less especially emotional. considering all the gore the graphic gore that you're doing in this movie like but then at the same time you're playing it like a shazam comedy and it's like no and the jokes weren't even funny that yeah those it's, this isn't deadpool so it doesn't it doesn't work bro i love puns 
but the 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 last pun that he uses when he beats the main chick at the end, I rolled my eyes so fucking hard. And it was almost like he didn't like the line because there's this long pause before he says it. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, what, the uh, one in the trailer? No, 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 no. When he when he uh, spoilers, he beats the villain. He cuts <laughs> off her head and he says, uh, "You should quit." While you're oh ahead ahead, yeah, yeah. I was like, come the fuck! <laughs> Even the delivery of that was bad. Like, yeah, it, that was <laughs> it wasn't. He's not funny. That like, was lame. <laughs> but no, somebody in the audience said, "Ha!" <laughs> I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever they are, I hate them. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like this movie told me everything I needed to know, and I didn't care because every single scene. Was exposition. Yep. You start the move, and if and I get it, it's a lot of information that you gotta you gotta come across. But it's like this movie treated the audience like they were stupid. It's like okay, I understand you got to tell me about the, what happened in the very beginning, how the v- villain came about. But again, every single scene was like exposition on top of exposition, exposition, like a little tongue twister. Yeah, yeah. Exposition on top of exposition on top of exposition on top of exposition. It's like. I don't care. Like there's a lot of explanations, but no character. There were no yeah, there was no character, and it's like, then they introduce all the stuff, and then all these new characters, and it's like, I don't care about this person. I don't care about this person. I don't care about this person. Then you're explaining this person. Then you're explaining that person. It was like when Dalmio was giving his backstory in the plane. I'm like, why? <laughs> why do we need to know this? Yeah, <laughs> like literally again every sing- like literally every single scene. Was just a scene of backstory yeah. till you got to the end. And then even that was more backstory. And it's like, what was this movie? I could have read this on a Wikipedia. And it's redundant. They kept they kept re-explaining things or like using different characters in different places. Another thing. They switch places in the movie a lot. But it, different people in different places, different situations to keep repeating the same things. Like there's like three different instances where someone tells Hellboy. Like he is the apocalypse. Like he is the the end is coming, for no reason. The intro, the whole intro of this movie with him trying to save his friend or whatever, who's like a vampire. Mm-hmm. No, you could cut that out. Changes nothing. Yeah, that scene was stupid. Changes nothing. It was stupid itself, but <laughs> but at least if it, if it if it added to something. Like yeah, if it or was, if it, or there was a callback to the end, like oh, this is what. Yeah. Yeah, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm mad. And like, you tearing me apart, Hellboy. Like, I wanted, I wanted to love this movie because one of the things I always say I'm into with blood, sex, gore, and magic. Oh, this is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> this is my, this is my Pacific Rim. <laughs> giant monsters, blood, sex, gore, and magic. And there were giant monsters. <laughs> So yeah, so I, I I was excited about this movie, and just like, like again, like you mentioned, like the the psychic chick, no connection to her. Again, when they introduced her exposition, and there was two <laughs> psychic chicks. Why? Yeah, and they both were explaining things, yes. and you didn't learn anything about them. And then what? Like they treat, and then they treated one scene, which I'm, I think you know what I'm talking about. Like you you were supposed to care when something happens to the psychic chick. And I was like, I, don't, I didn't learn anything about her, so I don't really care. Wait, which one? The first one? Or the, second? <laughs> the first one. Oh, yeah, no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I don't give a fuck. These and are my best friends. You'll never even mention them again. Like, I think even Hellboy tells his father, like, weren't they your friends? 
It's not important. I'm like, then why did we spend time on that? Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing, that entire scene with her and the Giants, again, take out the movie. Didn't need it at all. <laughs> yeah, even 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 the scene, not even just the Giants, but the scene that happened where, with her comrades. Yeah, take it out. Yeah, take it out. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. Didn't add anything. No. <laughs> but... Uh, but I will say I I also disagree with you in the sense that I do feel like David Harbor was a good Hellboy. Stop sucking David Harbor's dick. <laughs> like, but, no, but it's true. I'm like, joking. I'm messing with you. From a from a from a pure acting standpoint, I feel it's almost he's almost the same. Like what I feel about his his characterization of Hellboy is the same thing I feel about Henry Cavill. Like he's they're good actors. I see. A good performance somewhere in there they were just written and directed terribly give them a better writer and director i i see a, a performance in there mm, i guess i mean i can't really argue that because i don't know i do know david harbour's a good actor so it could just be the direction you're right i i think it's everything is solely on the writing and directing because like it's like i said there, there are moments where you see david harbour like you're like okay you can see a character but that line was terrible but you see he's trying to work with these terrible terrible lines of dialogue that they're giving him to the point that i i read a behind the scenes thing that there was a lot of clashes between the the david harbour and the the right the writer and director and producers and stuff like that to the point that david harbour actually walked off the set at one point that didn't make a lot of sense <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, like I wanted more from this movie. Like, yeah, the CGI was spotty in a lot of places. A lot of places. But like some of the character designs, like that old, that ugly, decrepit woman and stuff like that. I hated that. Like, I like the design, like the design of that. I like that. So I'm like, I want to see more. Guillermo del Toro did that better. Like, the, oh yeah, in terms, of cre- in terms of creature designs, Guillermo del Toro is like, yeah, or none. Like, there, gr- there was a a psychic prophecy demon or whatever in the second in the, in the golden army where she had like eyes in her palms and she put them in front of her head to, like to see like it looked dope like it looked cre- creepy but dope this was just disgusting like just I just feel like it was like Deadpool is rated R with juvenile humor and gore but the gore is played for comedic effect and it works this just had gore and gross shit and it wasn't played for comedic effect it was supposed to be serious yeah but, then- but it just it just Gross the for tone sake of gross. was all over the place. I just feel like it was gross for sake of gross. Like even the way, because the, the 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 second psychic chick is able to commute spirits and like bring spirits out, but the way she does it, and again, it might be comic accurate, but never everything in the comics is good. Like you know what I'm saying? Like comics aren't the the, the golden handbook for everything great. Like that's why the MCU changes a lot of shit for the movies. You mm-hmm. adapt shit. So even if that was in the comics, the way she does it is just fucking disgusting. And okay, sure, it's gross for sake of gross. But then when you pair that up with what's supposed to be an emotional scene at the end, with that gross spiritual summoning thing she does, it's just distracting. And it looks bad. Like yeah. like bad face tracking with the CGI. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Like and swaying like, like the wacky wailing inflatable <laughs> arm two man guy. Like it's fucking terrible. Yeah. And I'm supposed, be, I'm supposed to be emotional in that moment. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and what makes you mad though, because in that scene, the character who's giving a monologue, he's acting his ass off. Oh yeah, he's good, but I got nothing from his character from most of the movie exactly. that all the stuff that he's telling me in the speech that he's giving me, 
I Where was that guy? Yeah, I don't care. Where was that guy throughout the movie? That that speech almost felt like some, something that should have been at the end of Hellboy 1. And it would have been more effective there. But for this movie, it's like, you're not the same guy who's been we've been following for this entire movie so far. And with the distracting CGI, I can't even fucking really hear you. <laughs> I'm trying to focus past how ugly you look. But yeah, whatever. But yeah, I'm going to tie it into Game of Thrones in the sense where, remember what Cersei said, if you want a whore, buy one. If you want a queen, earn one. Uh-huh. That's how I felt with that. Like, you didn't earn me. Like, you didn't earn my emotion for this, for this scene. It mm. wasn't earned. And it wasn't deserved. That's a good analogy. But did you get fucked by the movie right after? Or how that... <laughs> the movie did fuck me. And I didn't get, and I didn't come. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Good analogy. So yeah, overall, I would give this, I would give this movie a poor vision with the caveat that if they fire their whole team, basically, <laughs> and hire new directors, there was enough. I feel like there was enough in this movie. To do what? Where I'm like, if this is the Hellboy that we, if this is if this is the Hellboy that we're stuck with, do better and maybe I'll be interested in the sequel. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You can't see me right now, but my mouth is agape. I'm shaking my head at Michael because I'm like because ultimately I'm like this there's is, nothing in this movie I want to see. But I'm like to. if this is what we're stuck with, this is the Hellboy that we're stuck. We're not gonna get the Ron Perlman sequel or Ron Perlman version. I want a Ron so I'm like if this is all we're stuck with because I don't want the Hellboy franchise to go away. I want a season of Netflix with Ron Perlman. And a continuation but I'm, of the But I'm saying story. that's never going to happen. <laughs> it might. <laughs> if, it, if, it's so that? I'm like, if this is what we're stuck with, give me better writers. Fire the director. Do a, like, do, like with Star Wars. Get rid of J, this, get rid of Ryan Johnson and bring J.J. <laughs> Abrams back. Get rid of fucking whoever this guy is. Get uh, Guillermo del Toro back and, and redo it. Give me, redo it. Because we're not going to get. I don't want it. We're not going to get Ron Perlman. I would rather nothing. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I want Hellboy. I like Hellboy. <laughs> If it's not Ron Perlman or a completely different thing, and plus fifteen years later, Ron Perlman is already almost in his seventies. Like Ron Perlman looked like he was he was seventy since he was thirty. <laughs> That's fine. I, don't, I just don't I don't I don't want it. I don't care to see a sequel to this. If they announce it, I don't think they're going to do a sequel. No, they're not going to do There's a no sequel. There's no way. It's, it's no, being trash not. in every way possible, <laughs> and deserves it. But yeah, let's just jump into spoilers real quick. What is there even talk about? Oh, and, the, oh, and that's that's another thing. I was gonna. I just thought about something. I was like, and then the thing that pissed me off with this movie is they actually did squander a good villain. Who? The bet. I think they had a compelling villain in the Rocksteady. Which which one's the pig? What? Which one's the pig in the the Ninja pig Turtles? monster? The pig, no, Rocksteady and Bebop, Bebop and Rocksteady. Which one was the pig? Damn, I want to say. Was it Rocksteady or is that the Rhino? I thought it was Bebop. Well, Bebop, basically. Bebop was a more compelling villain than fucking Nimue. Okay, yes, you're right. He was. But that's like comparing shit to shit with some sprinkles on it. Like, he, his reasoning was stupid too. Yes, but he was still a better villain than Nimue. At least, okay, at least he had some connection to Hellboy. I'll give you that. Yeah, he had a, yeah, he had a better story. I just have been spoilers. Cause we're talking about this guy right now anyway. His whole fucking Go reason... On. I can't chew gum and be on the podcast <laughs> but yeah, his whole reason for hating Hellboy was apparent and this is another just exposition dump apparently there are changelings that will swap out kids every once in a while Hellboy happened upon that kid who ends up being that black girl psychic but he finds out that the changeling is this thing and it's like a baby pig monster thing and, and then the fairies bring back the girl because he tells the pig thing to beat it 
It's that easy? No, he, no, he said, if you don't bring the girl back, I'm going to come after you or whatever. So why didn't he just, why didn't he just chase him down afterwards? Like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. But the point is, this motherfucking pig monster thing holds a grudge against him for years like yeah, 20 he years been a, he could have been a baby he could have been a beautiful black girl <laughs> instead he's a big pig man monster what? he wants to be a black girl he wants fucking, to be a beautiful black girl fucking weird <laughs> so then his, his but whole, that isn't that is like lore like Irish lore changelings swapping out and be growing up yeah, that's that, fine yeah. a lot of the stuff is I don't know what the mythology but a lot of it is comic accurate but um uh when he so he decides 20 years later to hunt down this mythological blood queen, completely unrelated. Just, just something that had happened once upon a time. Hunts her down. Com- like she's, she's broken up in different pieces and taken in different parts of the European yeah, I countryside. Before, she's the judge from Buffy. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they piece her back together. And then ultimately, she gives him power to fight Hellboy at the end. And whatever power she gives him, it makes him so OP that Hellboy's going to lose. Like straight up. And that's what I'm talking about where uh, Damio finally becomes aware after a whole movie of buildup. Yeah, where he, she becomes aware cheetah. He becomes aware cheetah. And still gets his ass beat. He literally <laughs> gets smacked down. And it's like, it's like there's a shot of him as a cheetah on the ground like. <laughs> I'm like, yo, why were you even here, bro? Yeah. You did nothing. There's <laughs> like this whole subplot where he doesn't trust Hellboy for no reason. He's like, I, I run the numbers. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? It's like a 1% it's a chance. 1% chance. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, we've got BBS logic happening. And then at the end, because Hellboy doesn't kill or doesn't destroy the universe, he's like, man, I really man, fucked yeah, up. I was, yeah, he was Batman. I yeah. was wrong for this. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like Hellboy did anything. That was to, a Martha moment. But it's not like Hellboy did anything to really earn his trust. He just didn't. He didn't destroy the universe. Yeah, that, that was good. That was enough. He just didn't go full evil. We're going to just jump around, but now that we're at the ending, there's this whole plot that felt like it came out of nowhere. And this is why I had to look up what actually is comic accurate. Because I was like, why are they putting King Arthur's mythology into Hellboy? To the point where they literally say Hellboy is the direct descendant of King, King Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. That's yeah. King Arthur's great 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 granddaughter. Yeah, that is comic the, accurate. Fuck the demon. So you knew that going in, or did you find out afterwards? I looked it up afterwards. Okay, I like that's fucking stupid, <laughs> but that's actually comic accurate. So he can wield Excalibur, but for whatever reason, and they didn't really explain this. Tell me if I'm wrong. Just picking up Excalibur makes, makes him, him evil? evil. Yeah, I don't get that. Excalibur was a weapon made for good. To slay demons, specifically to slay evil monsters. Yeah, I don't get how that works. But picking up his birthright makes him evil. To the point where even Especially Merlin... Especially considering he's the only one that can wield it. Yes. Merlin literally was like, wield the sword. Yeah, I used the last of my magic to get you to wield the sword. But if I pick up the sword, I'm going to destroy the world. Like, do you not know that? <laughs> yeah. Merlin, you think you would know that? I don't get it. And even that was stupid because he like they were in some like random location where Merlin was buried and he wielded the sword there. But then by the end of the movie, in the last place they just happened to fight with the Blood Queen, Excalibur's there. Because he, he summoned it from wherever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. But I'm like, but if you knew where it was, why can't you just tell him to go to where it is? It's not that hit. It's in the middle of a city. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, well, I willed it from here, but I'm, I'm fading. Because he made it seem like, now the world is doomed. Or you could tell him, go to this address. Yeah. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, kind of like Doctor Strange did when he took Thor, when he took Loki. 
Three Beaker Street. Yeah, yeah, but what the <laughs> come, fuck, man? Come meet me here. <laughs> so it's, a lot of this movie just is coincidence and plot contrivance. Because that's a plot contrivance. So when they had that final battle, Excalibur is there. And the Blood Queen knows, for whatever reason... And they're trying to make it seem like it was a big deal when Merlin... Oh, I used the last of my magic to summon this sword where all doom fade. Yeah. It's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> so then, he gets to the final battle. The Blood Queen's like, pick up the fucking sword. Turn evil. Be my king. Because, again, her, her, her whole... Her, her whole motivation changes from originally she was just wants revenge yeah, I want to give everybody syphilis yeah <laughs> she's got super syphilis and it's, just, she's, and it's not even like it's going to take a long time I was like maybe by becoming the hell queen she can destroy the world easier but then there's a whole like a uh, uh, news thing where it's like the, the plague is spreading so fast that in like basically a week the whole world will happen everyone will be dead yeah it's planet of the apes yeah like, like a week that's not that's a pretty fast apocalypse yeah and you can't, like, stop it because it's, like, a super disease. But then she's all of a sudden, she sees Hellboy. She's like, yo, I want that hell dick. <laughs> so she's like, I want to make you my king. Why? Why? B- because then we'll rule the world together. But you're stronger than me. Like, we, it's kind of established that all she has to do is put her hand. And I hate villains like this. They just kind of, like, look at you and then you just die. Mm-hmm. Until the plot says, you no, you don't yeah, die. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she's like, no, I want you to be my king. Pick up the sword. Oh, you like to pick up the sword? I'm going to kill your father. And she kills her father, which is like, that happened in the first movie, so I saw, kind of saw that coming. But in this movie, you don't care about the father at fucking all because the whole movie, he's just an asshole. Like, completely. Yeah. At least in the first movie, it's clear that he cares about hell. They're not even just an asshole. There's not enough of him. Like, I think he was only in, like, what, two scenes? Yeah, like two or three. And, it, and it's really just scenes where Hellboy just shouts at him. Hey, you dead. Yeah, pretty much. And even that argument was stupid because the point where he's like, uh, and maybe you could say that she brainwashed him or something, but they didn't even explain that, so I'm not even giving the, the benefit of that doubt. He's like, maybe it's demons. If demons didn't keep, uh, if humans didn't kill demons, there wouldn't be a problem or whatever. But I'm like, we just established in a scene prior to this that giants love human bones. Yeah. They literally just <laughs> hunt down humans to eat. So I'm like, you have no fucking argument to even stand on here. Or decades, decades earlier, you literally saved a baby from getting kidnapped by a fairy. Yes. Monsters and dicks. Unprovoked. Yes. So I'm like, what are you talking about? It almost felt like a line from like a different version of the script. Like it felt so out of place. I'm like, no, monsters are assholes in this. Like, there was not a scene where, like, the monster was sympathetic at all. Like, that would make that line make sense, but it never was. No. So then at the end, <laughs> pick up the sword. No, I'm going to kill your father. And he's like, all right, well, I guess now that my father's dead, I'm just going to destroy the world. If anything, you would think that he'd be like, now I'm going to fucking kill you for killing my father. But no, father's dead. That's what I thought. Yeah, you would think that she would not kill him to make him pick up the sword. But no, she kills him, and then he picks up the sword anyway. He becomes the... The super awesome hell version that we saw in the trailer where he's walking up the stairs with the fucking horns. Yeah. But like all that focus on the Excalibur and that bringing about the apocalypse, that flies in the face. And again, this is in the comics, but I'm like, after seeing Hellboy 1, it's so unconnected to what Hellboy is about. He's got the hand of fucking doom. It's a <laughs> key that starts the apocalypse. I'm assuming that was just for the movie. I don't think... I, but that makes not. way... If, if that was only for the movie, Guillermo del Toro deserves a lot of credit for adapting things better. 
because that ties directly to his origin. Mm-hmm. This Excalibur shit is extraneous to his character. It's just it's just like crashing together King Arthur mythology with Hellboy. I'm like, it feels it's stupid. So then he's got the flaming sword and the fucking horns or whatever. And then all he has to do is cut off her head. All her powers of like just instantly killing people by just raising her hand, gone. Because she wasn't expecting it. Now you're my king. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, yeah cut. And it was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> like, what? Didn't see that coming? Like, they never established that that would brainwash him or anything. Like, you know what I mean? Well, he seemed like he was because he started talking like this. That means he's evil. But why? Because he picked up the sword. But but why? <laughs> what? Why does that make him made, evil? It made him grow horns. But why? Because <laughs> he had a hellfire crown on his head. But why? <laughs> Like would it in Hellboy One? It makes sense if your original purpose is your, the Hell Demon, and your hand, which is part of you, opens up the gates of the apocalypse. Of course, maybe it brainwashes you to like. But it wasn't even it wasn't even that in the original movie. It was the same situation where Rasputin had his uh, his girlfriend, who the whole movie was about. He wanted to fit in. The only person that understood him and could relate to him and didn't fear him was that girl who yeah, had fire, fire powers chick. and. The compatibility of a girl with fire powers and a monster who is fireproof being the only one, kind of like a rogue thing, where like he's the only one that could touch her. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. he's the only one safe around her. So there was actually, I don't think she was a good actress, but I think it was a decent enough story that it made sense for why he would destroy the world for her. And it was a thing when Rasputin took her soul and held her soul hostage. It was like, if you don't open this gate, I will kill her. I, I could put her soul back. But unless you do this, I won't. So it's not that he was brainwashed. It was that he had no choice. He literally was like, I'm sorry. Opened it up. Horns come out. And then, you know, then fucking the kid or whatever was like, remember who you are. Your father wouldn't want this. And then he turned. He's like, all right. Yeah, you're right. But it's like, that makes sense. This, your father's dead. Spoilers. He gets killed. Well, we already said that. But yeah. yeah. Father's dead. So you decide to destroy the world anyway, and then you act like you're By brainwashed. By picking up a sword for good. A sword for good. And then you act like you're brainwashed, even though you're not actually brainwashed, because then you just kill her anyway. Like, if you look at Excalibur lore, it's like the most powerful weapon ever ever forged for good. Yes. But yeah, it makes him evil. Here's the one thing I did like in the movie. The sequence that starts when he starts the apocalypse and those giant like demons start destroying shit, uh-huh. it's so over the top and gory, but I've never seen anything in the movie like that before. No, and the designs of the monsters th- were cool. I also thought it was stupid. It was. Because I'm but like, just look at that how s- does picking up a sword all of a sudden... Open hell? Yeah. Don't know. Because <laughs> again, isn't the sword supposed to be to prevent that? That's for good. He didn't open up a door or anything like that. Nope. Again, like, the, the, the Fist of Doom thing makes sense. It's a key to open the lock. This is just like, oh, you're evil, so apocalypse happens? Okay. Yeah, and even that, he didn't really do anything with the Fist. No! The Fist was, there was no, there was no point of him having that Fist in this movie. There was, like, one joke about it. What does that Fist do? It hits things real good. Yeah, that was it. Fucking stupid. <laughs> like, fucking stupid. This movie is so all over the place that there's no focus. But if you just look at that one scene with the apocalypse shit in, like, an isolated thing, like, I would watch a movie about that. That seemed interesting. It, it looked cool. Like, it, walking through, like, the, the ocean and, like, breaking that bridge over its body. Yeah. Picking up humans and, like, cutting them down with giant swords and shit. 
Like it was over the top, but I thought it was interesting. That's it. That's, like, that's the one thing I thought was kind of cool in this movie. That's it. But uh, the moment where the the psychic chick brings his father back and he gives him that really out of character speech and it's super distracting because it's like this nasty, it looks like phlegm or yeah, something. it looks like snot. Like a big snot ghost. And it's clear that the, the body is not him and only the head is like actually him. It's kind of like floating there. Uh-huh. It looks fucking terrible. Yeah. And that snaps him out of it. And he's like, you're right, dad. Chop the head Killed off. Killed a bitch. <laughs> Chop her head off. You should have quit while you're ahead. I'm like, oh. Oh, everything about this is terrible. <laughs> and this basically yeah. just ends. It's like, oh, the end. And it pans out and all of London is on fire. And it's like, that's not important. I'm like, what? Yeah, like I said, none of that final moment was not earned. Like, oh, you were my true son. Yada, yada, yada. You were the best of all of us. And it's like, when did I see any of that? None. They had barely a relationship. Yeah. The fo- John, I think it was John Hurt. You made me better. You made me better or whatever. A better person. Did he, though? They didn't even establish why he saved his life. No, they didn't. Like, in the original... They they do make it a point because first of all, John Hurt is a way more is a warmer actor, or like, at least his character is written more warm as a father. So you get that father son relationship. You can you feel it. You feel love from Hellboy to his father and his father to Hellboy. But in the flashback where they show how Hell, Hellboy's origins, they make it a point that when John Hurt goes to kill Hellboy or is like scared of him, Hellboy looks cute. He's like a cute little monkey boy. It's like, oh, okay. Like, he's not evil. He's a little, he's a little cute monster. Okay. Maybe we can raise him for good. But in this, John Hurt was like, or not John Hurt. Uh, his father Ian, was Ian, like. Ian something. Yeah. He, he's a killer. So he's going to kill it. He, he points a gun at baby Hellboy and the flashback ends. Yeah. Then it cuts to black. Yeah. It's I'm like, like, and you left him alive. Why? Yeah. They never even say they why. They never said why. You just have to assume. I don't know. I, I don't know. Plot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot, man. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. But the post-credit scene, or not the the pre-credit scene. Ape Sapien. Ape Sapien. I'm like, all, all that did was remind me, bro, these side characters sucked. All of them. All of them. Damio, the psychic chick, the father, all the other characters don't make any sense. <laughs> Fuck all of them. Ape Sapien was one of the best parts of that original those original movies. Uh-huh. And then you tease me with like a better movie at the end. And that's the same shit that Ghostbusters did at the end. What's Zool? Fuck you. Wait, which, which ghost? The new one, the reboot. Oh, I didn't see that. Exactly. <laughs> but at the end, the post-credits scene is they hear like a voice and it's like, does anyone know what the word Zool means? What's Zool? The, the monster from the first Ghostbusters. Oh, you mean the... Gozer, the go? Oh, yeah. No, not Zool. You mean the Marshmallow? Gozer. No, the chick. Gozer, the Gozerian, the Destructor. No, the chick with the lesbian haircut, and she's wearing like a leotard, and then she has the two dogs. No. The big throne? I remember the second one, uh, Ego, whatever. Well, she's... More than the first one. She's the one that summons the marshmallow thing. Oh, okay. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Whatever. Point is, I guess just bad reboots do this, where it's like, hey, remember the first one? Yeah, I do. Bring back the yeah, first bring one. bring back the first one. Because <laughs> this was shit. Because even when that happened, I was like, so we're not going to get Abe. 
Okay. Never. All right. I guess I'll go watch the first one again. <laughs> God damn it. And then the post credit scene, again, I guess it's a, psych- a character in the Hellboy comics we don't know. The yeah. Claw or something. Yeah. And then he walked through him. And he was telling him to get, ghost, over, yeah. get over your father. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> and then even the, the, the end end credit scene where the, the, the deformed chick that was talking like this with the missing eye. There's another one? Yeah, there was another one. I didn't see that one. Which, which one was this? Uh, after all the credits rolled. Okay, what happened? Basically, the, the chick that uh, summoned... Baba Yaga. The pig. Yeah, Baba Yaga. She was talking to somebody who was like, oh, I want you to kill Hellboy and bring him his eye. And then there was a guy that they never showed off panel and said, what's in it for me? And he was like, I'll finally let you die. Fade to black. Dun, dun, dun. It's like, oh, Thanos! How many and it's fucking like, post credit scenes setups was, do we so need? So basically, if you're a fan of the comics, you know who that is. But I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And I saw, why should I care? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm, I'm even more mad. There was another post credit scene that said was more shit? Yeah. How many fucking teases to a secret you're going to get that you fucking need? So like I said, it's like Avengers. If you didn't know who Thanos is, you're just like, who the fuck is that? But Avengers was terrible. So you definitely don't care who the fuck that is. <laughs> and even her scenes where she's like making out with them. That's fucking gross for no reason. <laughs> Make me a promise. <laughs> I'm like, ew. Why are you doing this? Just gross for the sake of gross. You want to make out with sloppy, gross? Old no. <laughs> fucking no teeth having big, long, saggy titty having. It was nasty. She had mad cleavage. That's not your thing? No. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? I'm, I'm definitely sure. I've seen your your porn history. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about that? <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I, I fucking say. But even the, the beginning, the whole like random introduction of like a character we don't know that apparently was like his, one of his closest friends, help his closest friends, who's a luchador, who's a vampire. The fuck was that? <laughs> and then he was so disappointed in killing him, but yet... It never comes back never, up. Yeah, it never comes back up. There's like a whole moment where he looks at someone etching his name like in memoriam on in their base or whatever. But I'm like, who are you? Who are you? And it doesn't Why matter do who care? you are because we'll never see you again or hear of you again. No fucking direction in this movie. Just all over the place for like two hours. I was mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was two hours. Fucking two hours two of hours. bullshit. And I still don't know what this movie was about. <laughs> It had no focus. It had, it had no lesson. It had no actual character arc. What the hell would we learn? To not pick up the sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lesson we can all relate to. <laughs> Don't pick up the sword. Well, God damn it. Anyway, that was Hellboy. I like picking up swords. Okay. <laughs> I knew you'd make it gay somehow. <laughs> uh, but, oh, let me just ask you before we get out of this. Damio, how do you feel about him as an actor? Because that was like a big controversy that people were like, oh, thank God, representation. Thank God. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Take it or leave it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you think he added anything? Do you think, do you think Ed Screen would have been better in that role? Take, take the Japanese part out of it. Like as a character actor. I feel like Ed Screen is char- yeah, more charming. Probably. I think Ed Screen is a better still, actor. But if, it's the, if it was literally the same exact writing or whatever, I... Ultimately, still wouldn't have cared. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. He would have been a less interesting version of his character in Alita. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Hellboy. Watch Hellboy As 1 and 2. you can tell from our review, it's like, go see it. Yeah. No, go see <laughs> Hellboy 1 and 2 if you haven't seen those. Guillermo de Toro, Toro deserves... Best movie of 2019. No, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Pop, it's in the running for the worst right now. <laughs> 
above little. <laughs> and I didn't even yeah, see I was little. Say, you haven't even seen it. But if, it can't be worse. It can't be worse than that. No, I like little more. Okay, I I, I believe that. <laughs> and and I, so did the so did the audience because little little made more money than Hellboy at the box office. I'd also believe that. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but it's got to be more deserving than this shit. So yeah, spoiler alert: Shazam is number one, Little's number two, Hellboy's third. Wow, Hellboy, you got beat by a tiny black girl. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, damn, I've got no segue for little black girl. But let's get <laughs> let's talk about Game of Thrones season eight, episode one, Winterfell. Think back to where we started. No, it's just us. We need to end this war. This goes beyond loyalty. This is about survival. <laughs> Bro, like I said, man, I, I was already experiencing Game of Thrones uh, on my last day at Star Wars Celebration. Winter came for me hard as fuck. It was coming my face. It was coming my hair. <laughs> oh, is that why you still got stains in your hair? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Snow everywhere. Um, I was I was really hoping there was going to be like a, a White Walker like invasion of the con. That would have been dope. Like, like a Night King is walking down the street. Because it looked like like winter was coming to, to Chicago. Like I wish I had more video. But like if you look at the streets, like literally it was like a, like a big like dark white cloud slowly descending over the city. I'm like, oh my God, the Night King's real. This is some kind of amazing synergy with weather right now. <laughs> well, here, there was a cloud because it was super foggy right before, like, first thing in the morning. So it was like, winter is coming in a different way. It's like, oh, it's the fog the, or the mist. It's the first sign of the Night King's yeah, coming. The first sign. Mm. But yeah, man, we've been waiting a year and a half for this. The anticipation has been killing us. This is it. The and, and I'll say this before we get into our review. Did you watch the uh, the featurette at the end of the episode? At the end of the episode, yeah. Yeah. It dawned on me while I was watching that. That now that we're completely past where J.R.R. Martin that is J.R.R. Martin, right? Mm-hmm. Where J.R.R. Martin's novels finished, or you know, where they left off. Now we're completely in, like, there's no elements of the books anymore. This is all basically just the, 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 showrunners, the showrunners. Yeah, writing season eight. And I like the featurette because it gives a lot of explanations for the choices they made for the characters for the season. But as I was watching that, I realized something. Do you know J.R.R.'s Martin's stance in fan fiction? He hates fan fiction. He hates fan fiction. Yeah. And I'm like, the irony is. This, this is, is fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, as they're explaining the reasoning, I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting. You're explaining your fan fiction. <laughs> Holy shit. I just, wow. This is the, this is literally. Which he's approved. <laughs> this is the best fan fiction ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, that just, that's just amazing. As a person who's, you know, writing Power is Unworthy, which, which is, is also fan, fan fiction. fiction. So J.R.R. Martin doesn't approve. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, but hey, Game of Thrones is the most successful show of all time, basically, and it's fan fiction, so whatever. <laughs> but yeah, how did you feel about this episode of Game of Thrones? Because it's a continuation of 
uh, you know, Danny and John going back to Winterfell. Uh, what's going on with Cersei and uh, Theon? Or not Theon. Euron. 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 The ultimate. The the ultimate arrogant motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I actually. I, I don't she like. Likes, she likes it. I don't like your. I didn't like Euron before this episode, but his swagger this episode made me kind of like. Okay, I can see why Cersei kind of digs this. Actually, yeah. um, they're a match made in heaven. They're made for each other. Uh, but yeah, how how you feel about this episode, man? Um, I was super excited to get Game of Thrones back while everybody was watching it. I was commuting to work, so I couldn't watch it with everybody else. Watched it like three o'clock in the morning while we were on break. Oh, wow. <laughs> no games played. Yeah. And yeah, I guess he didn't enjoy my review. <laughs> <laughs> he was laughing. That I need to get, didn't get to see it. Yeah, if you didn't hear that on the podcast, yes, it's somebody like, outside was like, ha ha. It's not like you're the Simpsons guy. Ha. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited. I was excited to have Game of Thrones back. Like with the new opener, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of dope." Oh yeah, how they, they go into Winterfell and yeah, into King's and, Landing. And you saw the wall, the, like the wall is down and destroyed, mm, and the ice slowly inching toward Winterfell. Yeah. So, um, watching this episode, like I said, I was excited. Uh, but, but yeah, but because I'm gonna say, but <laughs> skipping, skipping to the episode, like how the episode ends itself. I will say everything that this episode was, it gave me everything I wanted. But at the same time, I feel like if this was any other season but the final season, I would have loved this episode. But consider- You bitch. I knew you were going to say this. All right, continue. <laughs> but considering this is the final season... And on top of that, oh, we've got so much to do in so little time. Yeah, this is too like, short. <laughs> I, knew, like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But yeah, I'm like, consider there was like so much set up in this episode. I was just like, all right, set up. You gotta. Re- it's been a year and a half. You need to reestablish these characters. I get that, but it's only six episodes left. But we don't watch Game of Thrones for the action. We never. Well, have. I'm not even talking about the action. There wasn't even a lot of like. Game of Thrones stuff on it. Like, I feel like this really? episode. I was going to say I, that there, there was more Game of Thrones in this than I thought there would be. I feel like this episode was like so different than any other, like any any of the other Game of Thrones. Like, even like the joke of John possibly falling off the dragon, playing the joke of that. I was okay, like, we that, never seen that type of. One I was like, we never seen that type of almost, not slapstick, but Fuck like <laughs> that type of humor <laughs> in Game of Thrones before. I agree with that. That was the one thing I was like, this doesn't feel like Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was like, this doesn't feel like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into that, but but even how happy everything was. Granted, I'll just I get, everybody knows we're just jumping right into spoilers for this. Like if you if you yeah. are not watching Game of Thrones at this point, I don't want you here. <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> Skip ahead to timestamps or whatever you gotta do. But come on, man, if you're not on board with this show yet, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so it's not even that like I wanted this first episode to be just the action. It was just like. I kind of, but I still felt like like Superman. There's no time, <laughs> Bruce. There's no time. So that, that's ultimately how I felt. Like it was like, had this episode been like part one of a two hour episode, then okay, fine. But now the fact that we gotta wait, there's only five episodes left, Jordan. Yeah, there's only five episodes, and even next week is only gonna be sixty minutes. I think that's enough. I mean, look, I, I can't say that because I don't know what's gonna happen, but. I think for at least this first episode, I thought it was paced fine. I think it established just enough that it needed to establish for this season. I think it ended 
on a cliffhanger that my mouth was agape. Like when they had that scene again, we're in sports people. Spoilers. Is Jamie Mystique. <laughs> Mystique he changed his hair. <laughs> I guess that was to show the passage of time. Yeah, but nobody time was weird. Time he was blonde. Yeah, you don't become what whether no matter how much time passes. Passes. You don't go from blonde to black hair. Maybe he dyed it. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't black. It was like brown, like dirty brown. It was like black. Yeah, I don't. Know. No, it wasn't black. It was dirty blonde. It was darker. Yeah, it was definitely darker. I I don't know. I was like, is that? It was longer. So it was like, did it take you like weeks to get from? It should because it. Well, no, it should, but it doesn't change your hair color. I don't. Know, but it's just weird because you don't really know. Like, did it take them weeks? To get there, like how long were Danny and John at Winterfell? I think it took a while. Like it's just weird because then they make it seem like super urgent, like the White Walkers will be there any day. But I'm like, I don't know. Time is just weird in Game of Thrones now. And I get it. It's because you know they're condensing things. But I think this episode was paced well. But it, when it, how it ends with the cliffhanger of like the with the White Walkers and they're they're re- you don't even see like the army of White Walkers in this episode. All you no. see is like they leave like a, a message to humans i guess mm-hmm. with like one white walker and like a the, you know they do they do like yeah, their, the, the their, symbol their finger painting yeah. <laughs> they do like human artwork like the screech that thing made when they burned it <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh this is scary as fuck <laughs> and like the the cliffhanger of uh jamie locking eyes with bran like i'm waiting, I'm waiting for an old friend yeah and because it was like literally the uh the bookend how season one the cliffhanger ended. Ended. Yeah, the episode one. Mm-hmm. And even how this episode started with Sansa watching the little kid basically she used to be. Arya. I say, I say Sansa? Yeah. Yeah, I meant Arya. You know, in season one, episode one, it was Arya who like was watching the Baratheons and the and the King's Guard or whatever marching to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. But now it was like another kid and Arya was watching the kid watch the, the parade come through. And that was an epic scene just seeing Jon and Daenerys together. That shit was dope. I was, I was like, it's a lot of fucking unsullied. You mean to tell me, if I was part of the new, I was like, you mean to tell me I got to stay here this whole fucking time? No, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to my room. Um, They're called disciplined? <laughs> nah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't know. I, I felt the same way Santa. I was like, how do you feed? How do, you, who do, you, how do they feed all these people? They can't. It doesn't make any sense how they could. Like, she was right. Even with Daener- even when it was just Daenerys, I was like, "How is she feeding all but, these?" But people? you said there wasn't enough Game of Thronesy in this. I thought there was more, like, games of Game of Thrones than I thought there would be in this season. Like, I thought we would hit the ground running this episode. I thought going into it that someone was gonna die. I thought it was gonna be some kind of action set piece at the end. I thought a lot of things were gonna happen, but a lot didn't. The main thing that happened in this episode was John finds out finally that that he's it, Aegon Targaryen. Yeah. yeah, and that scene was amazing. Like the, yeah, it was the holding on his expressions as he his expressions kept changing as he was learning more information. But it was weird though because Why? his first reaction wasn't. She's my aunt. Yeah, <laughs> I've been fucking my aunt. It was like, but I no, think his makes, first reaction was, I don't want to be king. No, but I think it makes more sense for his character. His first his first thought is, oh, but this completely changes the hierarchy and like what we've I've already established. With Daenerys. Yes, because I've been fucking my aunt. That's <laughs> first no, reaction. <laughs> I, I like this way better. Because that's what everyone's thinking. Everyone thought the first thing that was going to happen was like, oh my God, I've been fucking my aunt. There's no honor in that. Something like that. But instead, but he's he thinking about... he is a Targaryen, about, so that comes with it. <laughs> yeah, but he's thinking about the, the lineage and the royalty and the, the crown and the, the honor of it. 
I think it's more in line with John's character. I'm sure that odd thing is going to dawn on him next episode, <laughs> but I think that takes a back seat to the power dynamic it creates and how it changes things. And that was a good, yeah, that was a good line that uh, Sam gave. Oh, yeah. Like, you gave up your crown for the great, for the good of the people. Would she? Would she? And it makes us as the audience question, like, I don't know. I don't think she would. I don't think she would either. I'm like, fuck you, Daenerys. You're a bitch. <laughs> like, that's a bitchy move. Because if he was able to be humble enough to be like, I would set aside my pride for the sake of the realm. But, but you also could tell, like, they're th- like, she's good. Like, she's the breaker of chains, so to speak. But at the same time. She's still got a Targaryen streak in her. Yeah, as she's get, gotten more and more power, like, she started to become more and more ruthless. Yes, because even even like but, but always think about the, what she said was not like if she doesn't respect me pause it's like what what the fuck you yeah, mean then, then what do you mean yeah what do you mean but but I think this episode did a great job of making John question Daenerys like you could just do that and it could feel cheap but the, there were so many different scenes that established the fact that he, he was already kind of going like uh like this is not going the way I thought it would go and like am I are the reasons why I'm doing this the reasons I think I am. Like when Sansa questioned, like they had a great conversation where ultimately she was like, okay, you're right. Like if, if you, I have faith in you. And if you think Daenerys is right for the world, then I'll have faith in that. But she, then she's like, when he, she sees his expression change, when she says something about her being beautiful, he's like, she's like, did you do this because you thought it was best for like for the seven kingdoms? Or did you do this because you love her? And you see his expression like, you know what? I'm not sure anymore. I thought it was because for the realms, but I do love her. So you can see that he tell he knows that that's a a possible like flaw in his his his, his logic and reasoning. Mm-hmm. So when you get that revelation from Sam, it's like fuck. Okay, I do love her, but now that I know that I actually should be the the rightful ruler of the Seven Kingdoms, how is that going to change things between us? And is that the right way to go? Also, it makes me wonder though, like, how do you get proof of that that he's a Targaryen? They have, they have tech. Like that's how Sam said he had the Citadel information. Right? Oh yeah, he stole the books. Yeah, yeah it's in the books. Um, I don't know. That scene was great. And the scene before that, where she tells Sam, or Daenerys tells Sam that he killed the Tarleys. Yeah. Or she killed the Tarleys. I'm sorry. And I, I don't think he would have had that big of a problem with it if it was just his father. No, and the, that's why I like the the yeah the, the feature the breakdown. Right, yeah, because yeah, you can see his expression. At first, he's like he's upset. But he kind of gathers himself back again. He's like, well, at least my brother. He's like, know. yeah, well, my father was an asshole. Yeah, so. but he loved his brother. Yeah. So then you, when she tells and him that. And the featurette even says, like, at, ultimately, like, his brother wasn't that bad of a guy. He just stood by his father. Yeah. But the like the, the nuance in his quivering lips when he, like, he, you know, finds out about his brother's death. It, like, it, I didn't give a fuck about them last no, season. No, I didn't. I didn't. Like, burn them, Daenerys. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> so on this season, for that to break me the way it did, I'm like, oh. The brother's on Umbrella Academy now, so he had to die. <laughs> he's doing better, Sam. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's a main character he's now. A, he's a gorilla man now. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, oh man. And even, did, you can tell Daenerys felt bad. She's like, wait, you don't mean Randall Tarly. Yeah. It's like, oh fuck. As you see those dominoes falling, it's like, oh shit. Your actions have consequences. But oh, just the fact that all these things are wrapping up and paying off, that in itself is an exciting watch. Everything, every conversation was exciting. Even the shit with Theon, I keep saying Theon, with uh, Euron and, and Cersei. Yeah. Euron's the weakest part of the show to me. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 
But this episode did a good job of making me feel like he has a place. And his place right now, because Jamie left, is by Cersei's side. Where his complete arrogance and asshole tendencies as a character is exactly the same shit that makes her like him. Because that whole scene of like, you gotta earn, you should earn your queen. Like, I'm not some whore. And he was like, I, I've had men executed for less. He's like, without missing they a beat. They real men. He's like, yeah, well, there were men, men like, less, lesser, lesser men, men than me. Like that. Yeah. And it's like, such an arrogant asshole. But then she walks away. She kind of half turns. Yeah, He's turns. like, I'm about to get that royal <laughs> pussy. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was just funny to me. Yeah, I'm gonna. My goal is to fuck the queen. And, and then for him to say, I'm going to put a prince in your belly. That was sad. Because you could tell... Like that, because she kind of broke after he walked yeah, out. Did. You see her face because she was thinking about Jamie, and mm-hmm. like, like I have a prince, and he's my brother. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, though, it's like she just paid Bron to kill Jamie and Tyrion. And that's another thing. Do you think he's gonna do it? Of course not. He likes Tyrion, so the he whole likes th- Tyrion, but what Jamie? He probably doesn't give a fuck about Jamie, but he'll. But I think he'll break for Tyrion because I mean his whole thing was like I'll do anything for money for the right price. But at the end of the day, like he ended up developing a bond with Tyrion, so I feel like that'd be the moment for his character was like, well, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, Bron's been on the cusp of being a good guy since season whatever. So yeah, for, I hope he doesn't even play with the idea of going full villain and like doing some shit like that. I think he might. For the circus, Cersei, like, pretend he's going to do it. Like, he'll go off to find Tyrion and Jaime, but... Yeah, I'm hoping for a moment where it's like he has them in his their sights, and you think as an audience he's going to do it, but then the next thing is he just, like, walks up to them like, no, your sister told me to kill you guys, but I'm willing to not do that for a certain price. Like, coming off like he doesn't really give a fuck, but really he's doing it because he, he likes Tyrion. Mm-hmm. I hope that's where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you feel about the stuff with uh, Theon and, and Yara? Again, one of the weaker elements of the show. Yeah, it was well, whatever. But I don't know. It was fitting. To, I, it feels good to see Theon winning. It's, so having him like be it's the good one to, to feel, save Yara. see him not be weak anymore. But at the same time, it's like, <laughs> like I rewatched the. Did you rewatch the, the last episode? Theon pissed me off so much. I'm just like, I just want you to die. <laughs> no, I like his redemption as a character and his conversation with Jon Snow in the last episode, the season finale. Uh, I think that was really powerful. Like I, Wait, what happened? I don't remember. I oh, see you should have watched. Um, that was when Theon and him had a conversation finally, and he was like, uh, "Yo, John, like you've always known the right thing to do. I've always tried to do the right thing, but it doesn't always it doesn't seem to work out for me." Uh, and John's just like, you know, you always had to make the choice. You never had to make a choice. Like it's, you don't have to choose between Greyjoys and Starks. Like you are a Stark. You are a Greyjoy. And then his, John's basically the one that motivates him to go save Yara. He's like, you know, Yara's the only one that at the end of the day cared about me when I was at my worst and I didn't deserve to be loved. She did love me. And he's like, well, why why is this talking to me? To be loved. To be loved. What a wonderful feeling. Wow. (laughs) To be loved. And John's just like, so why are you talking to me? And he just walks off. It's like, it's like tough love, but it's like a, a really powerful moment for a character like Theon, who's completely fucked up over his family and at, you know, certain moments. You could see like the the forgiveness that John gives him, and tried to fuck his family at one point. Wait, what? Remember when he first met Yara? He didn't realize it was his sister, and he put his hand down Cooch. Oh, I'm talking about the Stark family. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And she let him. Yeah, which is weird. 
Like, ha, psych, brother. Like, yeah, why did you tell me you were my sister? Because I, I don't whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. Ha, ha, April Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> weird. <laughs> Her family's weird. It's the world that's been established. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all the reconnections, Arya meeting John again, the fact that she's on Sansa's side about being untrusting of Daenerys, which is fair. Yeah. But the fact that the, the, the North doesn't trust Daenerys, I think it's not like it's like, oh, that's stupid. It makes sense. Yeah, and the North doesn't trust outsiders. Racism. I mean, especially Targaryen. The last Targaryen ruler was the Mad was King. Was Mad King. So yeah. it was like, so you just come back with this hot outsider and you just want to pretend that she's our queen now? Also, kind of, But I, I also kind of felt like the reunion between Bran and uh, John was a little weak. He hugged him. And said something weird. Said, like, you look like a man. And he said something almost. like, I'm, almost. And then he just looked at him and then yeah. that was it. Mm, that's there weird. was no... What's happened to you? Like, what's going on? Why do you seem so weird? I mean, he's really busy flying on Drogon and Viserys, or no, uh, uh, Rhaegar. Rhaegar. Yeah, to a secret waterfall to fuck Daenerys while the while the dragons are staring. Watch, like, yeah, watch like, like dogs. Weird. Like Drogon was staring at, like, you make one mo- wrong motherfucking move. But it seemed like a pet joke. That's what pets do, like a dog or a cat. While you're having sex, they just watch you. Oh yeah, I know. My dog used to watch. Yeah, so it's like. We we had we had to get him out the room like get go, go away <laughs> like that was a it was a sweet scene because they Re- know what you're doing they be like yeah. oh yeah <laughs> it's a sweet scene for reestablishing the connection between Daenerys and John but I thought it felt the least like Game of Thrones of the whole episode it felt like this is fan fiction like even like I I get it like he's gonna fly a dragon eventually so like and even if you know about the the lore like they used to like have sports on dragons like they would have like like Quidditch, but on dragons back in the day. So it's like, it's not unheard of for dragons to play with riders on them and stuff like that. But like, for their first ride, like, hey, just jump on the dragon and just hold on tight. I'm like, yeah, the G-Force. What if, what if I don't, that's, that's been nice knowing you. Yeah, I'm like, because that was like a quick fly. It was like, they flew and looked like miles and they were like going through canyons and like flying up and, he was and down. Doing like barrel rolls. Yeah, like doing hard turns. I'm like, Okay, like there's no nothing holding you to this dragon. This is your first time riding one. Like, what if you just slipped? <laughs> you just fucked. <laughs> I mean, they kind of even, like I said, they even kind of played that up. Like when you saw Varys and I'm looking at John riding the dragon, it was like you saw him like looking like he was almost about to fall. Yeah. I'm like, that seems really dangerous, yeah, Daenerys, for really, no reason. Yeah. <laughs> just to get it fucking, I guess that's what they did it for. And I guess also to establish the bond between his father, quote unquote, because that's what the dragon's named after. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely, it was, the purpose of the scene was definitely to establish Daenerys. It also kind of makes me wonder, since he is a dragon rider, is he an unburnt? Oh, you mean like Daenerys? Yeah. I'm assuming so. No, because it's not even like her brother was fireproof. No, but we never seen him with a dragon. Wait, what? The brother of yeah, but he got he had the, the thing dumped on his head. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying we never the golden seen, crown. We never seen him establish a connection with the dragon. Like, would he be able? Like, he probably wouldn't be able to get connected. Oh wait, to- so you're saying the dragons is what makes you unburnt? No, I'm saying being unburnt makes you able to commune with the dragons more or less. Oh, okay. All right, I get what you're saying. So you're saying that. If he was alive, he probably wouldn't even have a connection with the dragons. No, yeah. For that reason. So, like, if he walked up to Rhaegar or Viserys or Drogon... Is that how it works? I thought it was a Targaryen They probably thing. wouldn't fucking like him. Oh, yeah, maybe. 
I think it's more than just like you have to be you have to be a Targaryen, but also you have to be chosen. Like you have to get that gene or whatever. Kind of like a like you can have two mutant parents, but then not be born a mutant. Mm. So I think it's the same thing. Just because you're a Targaryen doesn't necessarily mean you get the dragon gene. That'd be a good possible cliffhanger. Like if John gets burnt in a house or something, <laughs> like caught in a burning so fire. That's, so that's something I'm wondering. Is he also fireproof? Yeah, that's a good question. I man. feel like he would have to be if he's if he has power over a dragon. And dragons are all about fire, so yeah, that's a good point. Maybe, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, they, maybe they'll explore that in the rest of the season at some point. Hopefully, they'll be fucking into like fire or something. No, <laughs> how'd you feel about Sansa though in this episode? Because I was like, oh, bitch, why are you bitching? Stop bitching! <laughs> don't at bitch. At the same time, though, I get it though. I do get it, but she was and going too and hard. And she is a lot like Cersei. Yeah, the scene like between her and Tyrion. When it, really com- when it comes to, like, the Game of Thrones aspect, like, I feel like it's getting to the point that Sansa is becoming the smartest. Like, what she She's thought... She's smart in Tyrion. Yeah, what she thought of Tyrion yeah, is I basically... Yeah, I think he's the cleverest yeah. man I ever met. Basically calling him an idiot now. Yeah. It kind of is. Because he he fully... Because even he was like, oh, fuck, I did trust the most untrustworthy person ever. Yeah. I like what you said, your terrible theory about, like, oh, he's working with Cersei or whatever. I hated that theory. <laughs> I mean... It still hasn't been disproven. <laughs> no, I think he's had a big heart, and he he trusted that Cersei having a, like a child would have tempered her a little bit. But he's being not. a hopeful yeah. brother. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, <laughs> but the, yeah, that like that moment I really liked because it, it shows you how far Sansa's come. Even Arya, and that's that's the thing about this show. Like this show has a perfect way of making you making you love a character that you previously hated. Whether it's Sansa, Jamie. Mm. I don't even know if I... Even Cersei to a certain extent. I don't know if I love Sansa, though. I just respect her growth as a character. You love her. I do. <laughs> I'm the most like Sansa. I was gonna I'm say, a slow learner, even, even, but I learned. <laughs> even, even Cersei to a certain extent. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. I hate the fuck out of Cersei, but I also love Cersei. Especially, I love <laughs> Especially when she fell so... Like we mentioned before during the uh, recap, like the episodes that you should watch, and you said the episode that she blew up the church, mm-hmm. you, 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 got, you, got, you got a woody for her. Yeah, no. Power's hot. <laughs> I think it's Even this episode, she's hot. Like when she was banging Euron, like... All right. <laughs> like, I think it's the same thing. Like, I fucking hated Cersei. I wanted her to die, but now it's like... I still want her to die, but at the same time, it's like, I want it to be like a quick death. <laughs> I just love to hate her. She's a great character. Yeah. But uh but yeah, even the stuff with Arya talking to John and she's like John says a thing that we the audience have been thinking for a while now with Sansa. It's like Sansa thinks she knows that knows everything. And Arya's like, You you think Arya'd be like, Yeah, she's kind of like, you know, full of herself in that way right now. But no, Arya's no, like she does. No, she's actually this one of the smartest people I've ever met. I'm like, Wow! Sansa's got that glow up. <laughs> But yeah, I, I respect that. Even the, just their relationship, period. You think about first season. I hate you! <laughs> Who, Sansa and Arya? Yeah. Yeah. They've come a long way. And I, I don't know. I just... <sighs> I love when uh, Arya and Jon were like trading swords. <laughs> like looking at each other as like weapons. Do you ever use it? Oh, wait. Where's Brienne? Once or twice. Where is Brienne? Yeah. Was she not in this episode? No. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess not. Because was she? She was in Winterfell. Yeah. She probably that's, that's how they did the training. They'll probably run into her next episode because Jamie's there now. That's when she's important because Jamie. Yeah. Um. Was there anything else? Uh, I mean, Arya and Gendry. Oh, that was cute. 
it's also funny though all this talk about John, you're you're the true you're the true uh heir to the throne. And meanwhile Genji's just sitting there like, What about me? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't I the true heir to the throne too? Is he? Because he's no. The true true heir. Because well, isn't Brathley technically a usurper? Like a usurp the throne. Yeah, but he's still Cause I mean, who did Tar? Who did who did who did the Targaryen usurp the throne? Usurp the throne. Well, the only from? reason the Targaryens didn't have like another person in line was because they thought everyone was dead, right? Like if they had well, just killed no, the Mad King. Uh, well, yeah. Well, no, because they killed Ray, uh, the battle of the uh, whatever the battle is called. Uh, that what's what the fuck is the battle called? You mean they killed John's father? Yeah. Yeah. That uh, uh, Robert's Rebellion. Yeah. That was about usurp, more or less usurping the throne, more or less. Yeah. But, uh, hmm. I mean, that's true. But also, I guess. Like, were the Targaryens, resurp- were the Targaryens always on the throne? Or did they take it from somebody else? I think it was them. I think that the reason why the, the Seven Kings were united in the first place was because of the Targaryens. It was the original Aegon the Conqueror. With his dragons. That's how, like, the Seven Kings were united. So I, so I guess if you usurp the Mad King, that's one thing. But then it should have gone to one of the Mad King's children. But because Daenerys and Viserion left or whatever, they fled. Because we're just going to kill all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But technically, Jon's the true heir. Yeah. Gendry's the heir if the Baratheons were still a thing. But they ain't. <laughs> also, his dad was a terrible king anyway. He was. He was just fat and there. <laughs> yeah, he was. Killed by a fucking But he pig. wasn't always fat. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He was badass at some point before we saw him. Uh, was that it? Anything else you want to talk about in Game of Thrones? Forget out of this, but would you rate it? Since, since oh, tell, because of you. You tell me what you rated it. Would you rate it? More than passable. Hmm. I was satisfied, dude. I would say if this, I feel like if this was any regular, like if this wasn't the final season, or if maybe if we even had ten episodes as opposed to six, I think that's the big. But, but you're looking, you're not, you don't know that yet. Like, what if by the end yeah, of but this I episode, can't, I can't talk about what I don't know. Or, but you're assuming the worst. Like, no. but what if you look at this episode by itself? No, I'm just, ju- I'm just judging the episode by itself. No, you're judging the episode within the context of the whole season you haven't seen yet. You're saying you don't have t- you, more should have happened. Basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, because so enough more, time, but like, more. but you don't know there's not enough time yet. So if you just look at this episode, would you give it a more than passable? Just in a vacuum, I did give it a more than passable. But I'm asking, would you still give it more than passable if you just look at it in a vacuum? Because I don't think there was. What was there an issue with this episode? Was there any flaws in it? I don't think there was. I thought it was tight. Was there no gay sex? Actually, there was. The, the one flaw I would say is the, the dragon, dragon thing. stuff. Yeah, but that wasn't no. How dare you have a fun scene? Yeah, there's no fun in Game of Thrones. No fun in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Let me have that one moment of fucking fun before every, all shit goes crazy next episode. Because even the preview. But no, yeah, if I was judging in the vacuum, I'll probably, maybe, maybe. The preview looks give, great. Maybe I would give it a preview. I don't, but I don't know, because I can't take away my feeling from it. Okay, well, I, I'm judging this episode for what they gave us. And this episode, I think, is a perfect vision. It's everything, every single moment, basically, I fucking loved. Mouth agape at the end, cliffhanger fucking on point, relationships that were reestablished, fucking awesome. The revelation for John done pitch perfect, and in a way that I wasn't expecting, because everyone was just like, "Oh, it's his aunt! Oh, it's his aunt! He's gonna go crazy because it's his aunt!" He wasn't even thinking about that. That wasn't even a factor. <laughs> I went to what Daenerys says. Wait, we're related? Ooh, that's hotter. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe. <laughs> or she might be like, you're the true heir. Dracarys! <laughs> and that's when you find out he's unburnt. <laughs> you tried to burn me, you bitch. <laughs> I, hope, I, I, I hope they there's not much... I didn't, I didn't expect there to be this much conflict between John and Daenerys. I knew it would be an issue, but I, I thought it would be like I, an I emotional f- but issue. But I feel like the conflict is going to come from her more than him. You mean when he tells her... But do you think he's going to be like, well, I am... Just get married. It solves everything. Just get married and you're king or your queen. Done. <laughs> but no, I feel like she's going to feel threatened because I feel like he's probably just going to be like, well, I don't know if I want it. So I'm still going to give it to you. But then she's still going to be like looking at him with like the side eye. But ultimately, I mean, take his lineage out of it. If he married her, he'd still be king. Right? Yeah. Would she be like queen with more power than him? I don't know how that works. I feel like he was, he would ultimately, because he's, because he's the true heir he would be the more powerful one. Oh, so maybe that's what the issue is going to be. Okay. Because technically she would be the queen by marriage, not like the actual queen. Uh, get over it. <laughs> Suck your pride, Daenerys. That's why I, like. I, was, I was like, I feel like the conflict is probably going to come from her more than it is him. I still think he's going like to die. She's going to be still giving him the side eye like... He's about to take everything I wanted away from me. Or he could take everything I wanted away from me. He's a threat. But is it really taking it away from you? We'll have it together. And you love me anyway. That, the, the, I, we didn't mention the dialogue between them in that, that uh, waterfall scene. But oh, that was pretty sexy. <laughs> yeah. Don't go chasing waterfalls. What did she say? She was like, something, your queen. Like, kiss your queen. I don't know. Yeah. That's hot to me. <laughs> Come fuck your queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the Euron thing. When Cersei kind of did a half turn, I was like, yeah, turn, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was I compared to? Oh, that was fucked up. <laughs> and the Kingslayer? She didn't answer that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yeah. So, that means Jamie put on that wood. Give her that wood a little bit better. Got that golden schlong. <laughs> but yeah, so perfect vision for me. And you're more than passable because you're trash. So... <laughs> I'm right. All right. Uh, so let's get into something else that hopefully is perfect vision. Speaking of which, also, again, because I was listening to the episode what? before. What if Avengers Endgame starts? Because you kind of t- you kind of talked about it before, but not we didn't really delve into it. But yeah, what if Avengers Endgame starts with like Cap- the Captain Marvel stuff and like you didn't have me here, all this other stuff. And they go fight. They go back to fight Thanos, and that's when you see that scene where it's like, all of this led you right back to mm-hmm. me. That's all the beginning. Yeah. And they all, not die. all, but almost everybody dies. They all, yeah, they all die, and that's why we don't see Captain Marvel in the other parts of the trailer because she dies in the beginning. What? We, okay. What about it? What? What if that? Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I would love that. Because I'm just trying to think. Because it's like, yeah, we don't see her going forward. And then they have to kind of figure out a way to like... But you think she would die and not like anyone? Like, what do you mean? So well, I don't mean American just her. I mean like almost everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they reverse... Except for one. Because obviously one person has to survive. So maybe it's... Tony. Stark. Or That's maybe cool. Stark and Iron Man. Stark and Iron Man? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm like what? Stark and <laughs> John Ant- Snow and Iron Man. Oh, best crossover. <laughs> well, 
there's gonna be a Stark. <laughs> One Stark lives. A Stark and Ant Man. That makes sense. Well, I don't think Ant Man's there for that first battle though. I think Ant Man arriving is why they're able to save everyone and like find Captain America in the past, like in that trailer that we think it's like that trailer trigger going on with his suit. Mm-hmm. I think I am a believer of this theory because I think Tony Stark is the one that lives and time passes. Tony, maybe Tony Stark, Black Widow. Well, I don't even know because I'm, or I guess Cap too because remember the scene when Ant-Man shows up, they're looking at the camera and Captain America and Black Widow are there but Black Widow has the white, she still has the white hair or the blonde hair. But that might be fake. Yeah, that might be fake. It could very easily be fake because it, it, even in that trailer it looked like those two scenes didn't really match up. I could sooner see Tony being older and finding Ant-Man and then them together going back in the past with whoever's alive to uh, get everyone. And that would mean Steve Rogers in that scene where they're walking with the quantum suits is fake. Because otherwise, why would you go back into the past to meet Steve? Or maybe they all go to different points in the past. So, I don't know. (laughs) Why would he go back to meet himself? (laughs) Because he has knowledge that he doesn't remember. (laughs) I I mean, that's... Doable too. I mean, there are lines in the trailer like y'all. I didn't watch the new TV spots and shit. I I, no, I stopped. No, no, I'm not. But I do. I have seen on Instagram like the line, um, uh, "You all know your jobs." Blah 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 blah. But it makes it sound like Steve's talking to everyone about like doing different missions. So maybe, or it could be the, the he's talking about that when they go fight Thanos. Don't know. No, no, don't know. Excited! Well we, well, we got two weeks. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. But yeah, Captain Marvel. If Captain Marvel, I, I think she should die. And if you saw my post about, uh, I don't, I forgot what post about Captain Marvel I did, but basically my caption, I was talking about how I, I'm hoping, and I feel, her arrogance is checked. I was just about to say, and I feel like that'll be going into the second movie. She becomes humble because nobody is, nobody's ever. And the years that she's been fighting in space, she's always been the most badass, most powerful. Yeah. But then she comes up against Thanos, fucks her up. She remembers that when she comes back, and now she's humbled. Yes, that'd be a good way to fix her character because <laughs> she's really rubbing people the wrong way in these trailers. Where it's like, well, you didn't have me. Like, okay, bitch. <laughs> like, come on, I want to like you, but you're making it so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. Talk- oh. And on that note, talking about wanting to like something, but it making it really hard, in the same vein as Hellboy, let's talk about One Punch Man, season two. Yeah. 
upset yeah. about One Punch Man. Yeah, they, uh, they, don't <laughs> no! like, they don't like One Punch Man either. <laughs> All right, man. What <sighs> shit happened in this episode? <laughs> Nothing, bro. Nothing. They play, why do they play video games? Let me ask you, do you think that's a, a All Might? That's what, that's what he looked like. I was like, why does it look like boot like all my and the same like when they introduced him as the strongest in the world? Yeah, he looks like all week. <laughs> all week. <laughs> it's all might with a scar, basically. Yeah. And he's like, he's wearing normal clothes when he first introduced and to him. And almost the same hair. Same kind of hair. Everybody on. knows who he is. Yeah. They want his autograph and shit. He's got action figures. Yeah. I mean, you come to find out that he only he has zero and the same thing, he's got a secret. He, everybody thinks he's the strongest, but really he has no powers. And you find out that really it was a weird coincidence that every time Satama beat a monster, this dude was just there. I was there. And he got all the credit for it somehow. One Punch Man. Saitama has a terrible press agent. <laughs> he really needs to get some uh, some advertising out there for his, his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and rather than denying it, this guy's just like, all right, guess I'm number one hero. And now he's not number one. He's like number seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no like... Exams or anything like they didn't give him a test. No, <laughs> just no. Like, they just saw it. They just they, they him seeing the monsters was his test because he was on the he's actually in the last season. He's on that council of oh, like the top tier heroes. Yeah, oh, there's a scene where like they're talking in like a boardroom. He's on the, the the council of superheroes. So I was like, okay, well they've established him already. I'm like, is it is it possible he's an All Might parody? He's got to be. There's too many. Was My Hero Academia popular by that point? Could be. My Hero Because the manga, you know. I think it... Th- this is from the manga. It's not like this is the anime. Oh, I was going to say. Because it was on hiatus for a long time. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It could be. I mean, the whole thing about One Punch Man is that it's a parody of shonen anime and manga. But like, was My Hero Academia out? Or? It was. So, it's possible that he, they were basing it off the manga All Might. It's not like All Might wasn't... He was introduced chapter one. So... The creator of One Punch Man could have easily just looked at the top tier Shonen at the time and been like, oh, here's here's a new Goku. All Might. <laughs> I'll put him in the, the show too. Perhaps. But yeah, you're right. Nothing really happens in this episode. It It's really Saitama and this guy hanging out after Saitama realizes he's full of shit. But he doesn't care. He's, he's cool with that. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, all right, just do better, bro. Or no, if you want to just get stronger. Yeah. It, it, make the lie real. Okay, end of episode. Yeah. And the only fight is between Genos and the a random, random robot. robot. That has I, I think it ties into the robot from season one. Remember that guy, that weird scientist dude who made those robots? Uh-huh. And it seemed like he was like evil. He kept collecting data. Yeah. I think it's tied into that. But um Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> the trailer was right. The animation. That fight was not Season one level at all. But it didn't seem as bad as the trailers. They definitely tried. But the animation style is definitely a step down. And the animation is what made One Punch Man iconic. So it's like, yeah, it's style versus... Like it, what, what's more important? Is it style or is it substance? I think for One Punch Man, a lot of it was the style. Yeah, because ultimately... There is no substance in the show. Like, it's about it's somebody parody. that's completely unbeatable. Yeah. Like, there are no, literally no stakes. No. So. It's only the comedy and how overpowered he is. Yeah. And if I can't. And part of that is the animation. Yeah. Or no, the, the, what makes it is the animation. Yes. Because that first episode was fucking epic of season one. 
mm-hmm. where he fights all the subterranean Even men. the season finale. Dude, I did not even comparing that. Because the <laughs> season finale was amazing in yeah. One Punch Man. But even, I, to be sure, because after watching the episode one of season two, I was like, I, I'm not hyped. Like, I, I would get hyped almost every hype moment in season one, I would get hyped for. And like, it doesn't even have the good, show, show, do The theme song is so man. It's like a weaker version of it. That's uh, Attack on Titan all over again. <laughs> it picks up by the end, the, the theme song. Like, the first half yeah, is kind of boring. The ending, uh, you talk about the second, the ending credit song? No. The, the, la- the latter half of the opener. Oh. Like, the first half is kind of slow. But then the, toward the end of it, it picks up and sounds better. But it just sounds like a watered-down version of the original anyway. But I was going to say, um, just to make sure that it wasn't me being jaded or something, I went back and I watched the episode where Saitama fights Genos. Because, you know, just to get a good comparison. And there is none. <laughs> that episode is so, so much more hype. Like, it, it's fucking not even a comparison. Have you watched it recently? No, I haven't watched. I, I recommend rewatching the, at least the fight between Genos and Saitama just to get the taste of season two out your mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna keep watching the show. No, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna keep watching. <sighs> That's really disappointing. What would you rate this? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> like my heart wants to give it less than passable because it's not nearly as good as what it should be, and it took so long to get here. That's another thing. The wait. You waited so long for something subpar. I would have rather waited another year. Because the, the reason why it looks like that is because the animation studio isn't the same from season one. Because they're busy with other 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 shows. Yeah. I I would have waited. Like, I, I would have waited a year for a more hype One Punch Man. Low passable. Yeah, that's fair. I give it a low passable, too. The less than passable is my heart. <laughs> All right, but I guess that's it. I, I don't necessarily say for one punch, man. <laughs> just sad, just depressing a little bit. I'm trying to order food. <laughs> wow. Okay, fat ass. <laughs> well, on that note, let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I can call you a nigga. You better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Do I want wings? Do I want Subway? What do I want, Jordan? Do I want soul food? I want the Force. Let's talk about Skywalker! <laughs> it's not important right now, my food. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Trailers are first. <laughs> yeah. That, we're not talking about that one first. Why? We're going to talk about the other trailers first. That is the most hyped trailer this weekend. That's why we're doing it last. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> but the first trailer we are going to talk about is... I'm going to be a mighty king, so enemies beware. Life's not fair, is it, my little friend? While some are born to feast... Others spend their lives in the dark. Begging for scraps. Everything you see exists together in a delicate balance. While others search for what they can take, a true king 
searches for what he can give. Run away, Simba. And never return. <laughs> Take your place in the circle of life. I've mm. never seen the King of Beasts with it's quite so little, little hair. hair. <laughs> oh, he was talking about me. Because <laughs> you're bald. <laughs> yeah, I'm the King of Beasts. Oh, okay. Penis! <laughs> but yeah, I probably shouldn't make that joke for a Disney movie. But... <laughs> 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 this is why I can't invite you to things. <laughs> it does make me wonder, though, like, since they're trying to do such a photorealistic take on the lions, will they make, will they give them dicks? <laughs> <laughs> only you. Only me. Wait, was, I'm sure I'm not the only No, one. no, that reminds me, there was, there was like, some movie that came Kevin, out. Especially people, since, I mean, they're going to be a scene where Nala and Simba are fucking, like, <laughs> what is he fucking with? <laughs> well, why the dicks? Why don't, these are cats. The first thing I would go to is, like, are they me assholes? Where are the assholes? Because cats' assholes are always out. Like they always lift their tails so you can see their asshole. Yeah, that too. <laughs> There'll be asshole, cat asshole, all in this movie. <laughs> Is it though? They're not gonna put it. In. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're not. <laughs> Please no. I don't. Think that's they... not photorealistic then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, photorealistic. If you're gonna do it, do either go all the way or don't do it at all. Because even with this, like I saw people complain about the look of Scar because he doesn't have the black mane. They and made all. it more realistic. Because like, there are lions that have black mane. Which I didn't realize until after the fact. Mm. But they're, but they're like they're not different colors. They're not all black. They still have the the shades of brown yeah. with black black at the end. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, if that's they, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they should have did that. If that's accurate to what lion? Because I was like, of course you're complaining. There are no fucking lions with black mane. So why would they do that? But then mm. I was like, oh, there are. Never mind. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just not as starkly black as yeah, not as black as scars. Yeah. Especially and even like the brown fur. There's no. I mean, how do you feel? Do you do, would you do you prefer photorealism or because I've seen the people online do edit to that. Like you know you know how the internet does. Even when Ninja Turtles came out, they had like edits of the turtles make them look more like the '90s versions. I've seen edits of Scar. It's not like it's not photorealistic anymore, but they just make it look closer to the, yeah, the animated. That. Where it's like they make it all black. They give them like the green eyes, and it still looks real, but it looks more stylized real. Like, would yeah, you rather something like that. that? Or would you rather the way it is? Based on what I've seen from this trailer, I probably would have liked a more stylized look because I feel like my biggest problem or concern with this movie is they're going to focus so much on making the lines realistic that when they talk, you won't get as much expression from them. Because even the scene where Scar was talking and telling Simba, like, run away oh, and yeah. never... I didn't really get nothing from his face. Like his mouth was just like barely moving. I didn't see anything in his eyes. His eyes just looked dead. Well, I'm going to my Jungle Book. And they did go, do a good I job. I feel like in Jungle Book, they expressed a little bit. Like they looked realistic, but they still expressed a little bit more. I, I can't say for sure. But in that scene, I also bumped up against... I also bumped up against that scene, but not for the reasons that you have for the expression. My issue with that scene was the voice acting. It just, it wasn't that it was bad. 
I just remember the original, and I think the original well, Scar Boys. It's not going to be Jeremy Irons. Like, I know, but the original. Him to be. But it, it it felt more sinister. But maybe they're going for a thing where the it, it, Scar is not as easily identifiable as evil. Like maybe he comes off more like an actual love, loving uncle, and he's more conniving behind the scenes. So to Simba. Because the way he said it in the original was just like, run away and never return. And that sounds evil. <laughs> but if it's your uncle talking to his nephew and he's trying to make it seem to his nephew that he's on his side, maybe he is trying to seem softer to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so seeing the movie, maybe my opinion will change. But for right now, it just seemed like a weaker delivery of that line. But it could be going for something different. Yeah. I mean, I don't I have a problem. I, liked, I, liked, I mean, I liked his voice. Chiwetel for. When he was talking, even though, though, talking in the beginning of the, what was he saying in the beginning? Whatever, I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> whatever he said, though, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. <laughs> whatever it was. I mean, Mufasa, you know, he's James Old Jones. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. Can't be nobody else. Yeah, I don't want it to be anybody else. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And I, I thought it was interesting, though, that I'm like, we didn't hear anybody else, though. Yeah, they're keeping a lot of those other voice actors. Beyonce, I get because she, she can't fucking act. Oh come on! <laughs> no, Beyonce can't act. I still say she sounds like Nala, but. No. I'll reserve You're going to hear that Houston twang in Africa. <laughs> but now I had a twang. Pinned you again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, so Jacob, was it Jacob that said he didn't like this trailer? I forgot already. Was it Jacob? No. Whoever said no, it. No, it wasn't Jacob. Xavier? Was it Xavier? I think it was, was it Stanley? Was it Stan? I've already forgotten. <laughs> Whoever said they didn't like the, tra- the trailer, um, how did you feel about it? Did you... Are you excited for this? Even though it seems like it does seem like a one-to-one recreation it, of the original. It does seem like a one-to-one creation of the original. But honestly, I don't have a problem with it. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, I'm just fucking with you. I mean, I don't have a problem with it either. Like even this trailer, like for the most part, it was just there was no story to this trailer. It was all the nostalgia beats, and that's, I, that's all these trailers. <laughs> They're all like that, <laughs> and I I ate it all up. Like I loved every like. Th- for me, being apprehend like after going into Dumbo, I was apprehensive about the Lion King. Like, if you go back to our antis- most anticipated uh, movies of 2019, like Lion King was on my list. But then I saw Dumbo, and I'm just like, I'm kind of nervous about Lion King now. <laughs> but then this trailer got me back. Is it unnecessary? Yes. But since I'm does getting- it is it going to reach audiences that might not have ever watched the original Lion King? Yes, and I think that's the point. Because I, I, you know, for for us, you know, we, we grew up in Disney. We grew up in animated Disney, so like we love that shit. We love two D animation. But there's a lot of people nowadays, like kids especially, that just don't care about two D. Anim- what the fuck? Stop beeping. <laughs> <laughs> that don't care about two uh, D animation. They just won't watch it. Like I, my girlfriend has a kid, and the, the kid just doesn't watch two D animations just because they think it looks old timey. I'm like old timey. What the you spoiled ass kid? <laughs> oh, speaking of spoiled. Going back to Game of Thrones, I, I thought that was kind of cute and funny. Cersei, I really wanted an elephant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no elephants. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. She gets dragons. I want a fucking elephant. That's really the reason. Yeah. <laughs> and I also got the, like, in my head, like, images of uh, 300 with Xerxes' army. That the big elephants. Yeah. Yeah. Gold Company's trash. But anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, for this, I mean... I think it's for the kids that have never seen the original and it's for us to take our kids to see it. That's really what it's for. But even then, I still feel like, because again, like I mentioned, this trailer doesn't show any story. I feel like everybody, 
every, regardless of whether you've seen it or not, everybody knows the fucking story of The Lion King. Yeah. Between the show having existed for such a long time and then the Broadway show have been around for like 20 plus years. Yeah. Everybody knows the story of The Lion King. No, you say everybody, but what about kids? Like a they, five-year-old they kid. They know the story of The Lion King. Just, like, know, just so like, like even kids, just like five-year-old kids still know who Michael Jackson is. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's for that audience. And it's going to make they fucking might not have seen it, but they still know. It's gonna, they know what the line is. It'll make all is. the money in the world, so that, that's what they're doing it for, really. But I'm upset. But, but also, I mean, you could tell that, I mean, they added some new stuff in it, like the whole dialogue the, or speech that Mufasa was given. I'm like, that wasn't in the movie. Oh, I don't remember that. What was the speech? What did he say? He was uh, saying something about a king. Gives to this world things that he can give or whatever, but of somebody, whatever. Deep, deep. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> whatever he said. He said it. it was new, point blank. <laughs> uh, I, I just hope, like, I know be, be prepared. A good like, king looks for things that he can give or whatever, but a bad king looks for things he can take or some shit. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure they're going to change things here and there. They have to. I just hope the things that they change don't make it a worse movie for it. I'm already mad that they don't have to be prepared in this for that stupid reason of like, oh, Nazis. Like, yes. It's the choreography, not the song. <laughs> keep the song. Yeah, keep the song, but change how it's done. Yeah, whatever. Don't give me a Beauty and the Beast song. <laughs> don't do it. Well, they well, they are. The Beyonce is doing a new song. But I mean, don't make it shitty. It's going to be shitty. Because why do I need... It's just give me the songs from the Broadway musical. But that's what I mean. Those are all new songs. You pindy. But yeah, I mean, if they do that, that's gonna that that's what I'm talking about. If they add things that make the movie worse, like I want to be able to. Want- and you better have fucking he lives in you in this in this fucking. Oh, he lives in you. If they don't have this failure, poor vision. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> at least at the end, that'd be awesome. At the end. He lives in me. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Into the water. Into the truth. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. In your reflection. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. He lives in you. Give <laughs> me see the play. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> or Lion King 2, because they did use that in Lion King 2. Who cares? <laughs> the play. <laughs> did you see Lion King 2? I did. I liked Lion King 2. For a Disney sequel, it's probably the best. Like the best nah. Disney sequel. What's a better Disney sequel? Return of Jafar. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, okay. Uh, What else? Oh, uh, so now we're getting to some Star Wars stuff. Did you see the trailer for the video game, Star Wars The Fallen Order? Yes. Wasn't always like this. Three rules to survive. Don't stand out. Accept the past. Trust. No one. Cameron Monaghan, right? Cameron Monaghan is playing the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Another star killer. <laughs> and basically it takes place after Order 66. A Jedi and his apprentice have escaped and survived. And it's following the apprentice, basically, is the premise of the game. Mm-hmm. And so the I mean, tra- it's cool that another Joker is another Star Wars main character. 
So, I mean, the trailer... Who's... Wait, another. Who's the other one? Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah, duh. Ah, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? <laughs> Anakin? <laughs> but... <laughs> Brain fart. <laughs> I'm <stop> sleepy. <laughs> was Ray the Joker? <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep. Wait, wait, was it Troy Baker? <laughs> but yeah, I'm like the trailer looked uh, pretty good. But I'm like at the end of that, I'm like I need to see gameplay. Yeah, it's not gameplay. So yeah, it means nothing. Because like these EH Star Wars video games, besides like the Force Unleashed, have not been. I don't, I don't care. It's crazy that Force Unleashed still has a fan following. Yeah, it's been so long. Game was game was fucking great. Yeah, there's still Star Killer cosplays and shit. Part too. two, not so much. I didn't play it, but part one was fucking great, awesome, tacular, Jeremy Johns. <laughs> That's why I was singing that song, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. I annoyed my girlfriend all weekend with that. <laughs> but uh, well, speaking of annoying girlfriends, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? What are we talking about? Ahsoka. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, whose girlfriend? She's somebody's girlfriend. It didn't. It didn't work. I don't know. No man, you're reaching so hard. You got to use the force to reach that far. But yeah, a trailer dropped for uh, the new season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which is a lot of people's favorite shows. Better than the last Avatar. Uh, the last Avatar. The last Airbender, according to Uncanny Comic Quest, who's now cinema hooked. He said that. Yeah, he said he's never even seen Avatar, so I'm like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, that's his opinion. It's wrong, but it's his opinion. <laughs> it's very wrong. Love you, Chris. It's, well, Avatar is better, and that's facts. <laughs> it but is yeah. facts. But yeah, so uh, what'd you think of the... I mean, I thought the show was canceled, so when you showed me that trailer, it's I was like, un- oh, it's shit. Un- it's uncanceled. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and I thought it was going to take place after Order 66. I don't remember how the show ended. I, I guess it just ended. Without like, yeah, I think it got because it got canceled, so it didn't yeah. like have an ending. There's no segue to Anakin becoming Darth Vader, but I hope they at least get to that point because it seems like Ahsoka's the main character, and their their reunion battle in Rebels could use like some establishment in this, you know, in the past. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see closure to the Anakin Ahsoka storyline. Yeah, I never finished Rebels. I think I stopped after season four. I just watched the the important highlights. <laughs> Darth Maul showing back up, the fight between Darth Vader and Ahsoka, that stuff. I didn't watch the whole series. I mean not Rebels, uh Clone Wars. Oh. I only watched like the first season of Clone Yeah, Wars. I think I stopped after four. So mm-hmm. um But whatever, I'll catch back up. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm a hypocrite because I'm like, you're wrong as fuck. Clone Wars is not better than fucking Last Airbender. Did you watch all Clone Wars? I mean no, but I just know it's not. <laughs> but I've seen enough of Clone Wars. Even just the even if you've just seen the first season, you can still make that. I know. I'm compared just, to the first just season of Clone Wars, the first season of Avatar. I can see someone using that against me in an email. Okay, I'm just I'm just hedging my bets. Oh, <laughs> uh, but how are you gonna say that, Jordan? <laughs> As a cisgendered male. <laughs> I mean, you might get. You're not a Jedi. How do you know? <laughs> but uh, final trailer is. The Rising of the Skywalker. <laughs> Not Thriller, though. <laughs> no. We've passed on all we know. A th-
thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. I've seen that comparison made a lot online. But that laugh is like the, oh, the yeah, thrill he sounds laugh. like Vincent Price. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what did you think of since you were actually there? Oh yeah, I was there, man. I was there, son. Ground you were zero. Sitting in Mark Hamill's dick. Ew, no. <laughs> uh, Mark Hamill wasn't there. It was J.J. Abrams. Well, you were sitting on J.J. Abrams' dick. J.J. <laughs> Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, fuck. Uh, uh, Finn, po- I can't remember names. <laughs> Finn, Poe, John Boyega, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac. Uh, Daisy Ridley, uh, Lando was there. Is that it? Oh, and the new girl. I don't remember her name. I'm a great news source, you guys. <laughs> uh, it was an experience. I'm not gonna lie. The Star. That's another thing. The Star Wars fans online are not the Star Wars fans of these conventions. I don't know what keyboard warriors are the angry-ass, sexist-ass Star Wars fans online, but when Rose came out, what's her real name? Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. She, when she came out, she got the biggest applause. It was so much love for her at that show. Almost in direct opposition of what she received online for The Last Jedi. And I'm like, yo, where are you guys online? <laughs> I want this to be what the Star Wars fandom is like. Not the, the shit online. The trash ones are loud, they're usually the loudest ones. It's an it's anonymity. And, and anonymity. And I can't even say that word. <laughs> Being anonymous makes you an asshole. I'm a firm believer that we should not have anonymousness. I can't say the word. <laughs> anonymity, whatever, online. Are you uh, Nemo? Yeah. Where, where, where you, an where you live? An anemone. See an anemone. But yeah, I, I think the anonymous shit needs to go. Like that was something in the early days of the internet. But at this point, I, I think it makes it leaves too many people unchecked to be an asshole freely. I think mm. we should have literally our names attached to whatever our internet handles are. I'm like, how do you regulate that though? Because how do, how do you prevent somebody from like making a fake name? Tied to your fucking social security. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, make it that fucking, like, you gotta have an internet handle to be on the yeah, internet. I'm like, that just makes identity theft easier. <laughs> Does it? If it's government, like, run somehow? I don't, like, I don't know how it would work, but I'm saying we gotta get rid of this anonymous shit online because it's made entire toxic culture and it's only grown as the internet becomes more and more prevalent. But that being said, this trailer is fucking amazing. From the first moment of Ray showing up in that trailer, I don't know why, but JJ loves starting trailers with <gasps> Finn and Force Awakens, yeah, yeah, yeah. just in, in a desert, sweating and <gasps> panting. <gasps> uh-huh. But the fucking amazing Force Unleash Force Jump she does to oh, get yeah, into that, was, that fucking that was, Tie that Fighter. Was cool. I'm like, well, who taught you this shit? Fucking Luke didn't teach you nothing. <laughs> she taught herself. Basically, she t- <laughs> like Yoda's like she knows you taught her everything you know, Luke. Did he? No. Uh-huh. He, she taught. He gave her two of three lessons. He, she didn't even get the last lesson. 
Because she's yeah. still a badass. But, you know, again, Star Wars trailers are great at not showing you anything, but still showing you a lot. So we got, like, a lot of different scenes of, like, you know, Poe and Rey and Finn and blah, 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 blah. But that twist at the end and Luke Skywalker's voiceover of no one ever really stays dead. No one ever really dies. And then hearing the Emperor's laugh, that alone made the entire stadium erupt in applause and cheering. And then when fucking my man, the Emperor himself, came out and said, run it again, everyone lost their minds. Because <laughs> they confirmed that the Emperor's actually going to yeah, be in gonna it. he's going to be in the movie. They didn't say in what capacity. It could be a Force ghost. It could be some kind of dark presence. I like the theory. I, I think it's going to be a first. Sith can't be Force ghosts. There's a lot of things people say about the Force that ends up being wrong. Force projection wasn't even a thing until the last movie. <laughs> they might break some rules, change some rules. Who knows? Yeah. But I saw a theory online that I really like. That maybe the Emperor is like a dark presence that can influence dark side users after his death. Because one of the last things he talks about in The Revenge of the Sith to Anakin in that like big amphitheater play thing was Darth Plagueis and his ability to cheat death. What if an emperor was the, the apprentice to the Darth Plagueis? Mm-hmm. And according to him, he killed Darth Plagueis. What if, and hear me out on this, what if Darth Plagueis is the emperor? What if he cheats death by moving from person to person, from entity to entity? What if Snoke was that same thing? He was just another version of Darth Plagueis. And what if now that Snoke is dead, Palpatine manifests again somehow in some other way? Whether that be through Kylo Ren, whether that be through some other body or person. But at least in that way, it would tie together this entire th- nine movie franchise. I mean, that, I would like that idea way better because like, part of me is thinking to myself because they're trying to, I guess... And I think it's all a retcon. They're like, oh, yeah, we always wanted to have the Emperor. No, it's a retcon. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Ryan Johnson fucked that shit up. Yeah, because I'm like, (laughs) and what the fuck was the point of Snoke then? And here's the thing. Like, Snoke seems completely worthless. I don't know if this was, like, on purpose or not, but there was a lot of times where Kathleen Kennedy said things like, uh, ah, damn, I can't remember exactly what was said. But basically, they they kept saying things that made me feel like, are they taking really low-key, subtle shots at Ryan Johnson right now? I feel like this whole movie is taking shots at Ryan Johnson. Just oh, the, yeah. Just the fact that the whole thing was forget the past, let it die, yada, 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 or you're not a sky, <laughs> Skywalkers are worthless. This one family, like, they're not a, they're not that important. But literally, in this trailer, it's the rise of Skywalker. Like, yeah. you're showing that everything that's in The Last Jedi or whatever. It's bullshit. Like, you know, it's like, it's bullshit. Pay no attention to that. Kylo Ren was even fixing his helmet in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, fuck that. Rey, that's stupid. Ray has the lightsaber back. Luke's... Uh, uh, Vader's lightsaber again Anakin's lightsaber again mm-hmm. even though that got destroyed in The Last Jedi yeah so it's like but then at the same time it kind of makes me feel like you can't please anybody because part of the biggest problems that people had with The Force Awakens was that it was a retread of all the, like a new hope but this isn't necessarily a retread of any particular well, movie not necessarily of a particular movie but it's bringing back all these people it's like Oh, you're bringing back the Emperor. You're bringing back... Good. Supposedly bring back, you're bring bringing back... Supposedly you're bringing back Anakin as... Oh, Anakin? That's, that's, that's a rumor. Oh. But I mean, 
good. Bring back the stuff that made like Force Awakens was successful because it made you remember why you love Star Wars. JJ. Also, people prequels, complain about it. it's like, oh, you're doing a Death Star again. It's like people complained, but think about the complaints in comparison to the Last Jedi. Like it was nothing. No. Like it was a, a small minority of people, but overall, people. If you ask people what they felt about the Force Awakens, they most people loved it. The biggest complaint was always retreads the the Last Hope, but even that as a complaint doesn't really hold water. Because not only was it a reboot for this new generation, but at the same time, George Lucas himself said these movies were like poetry. They're, they're, they're stanzas that rhyme. And that's just rhyming. It's rhyming with that first movie, A New Hope Again. I just think it's funny that J.J. Abrams, after the prequels of the bad taste in everybody's mouths, he had to come with The Force Awakens to fix it. And then after The Last Jedi, he has to come back again and be like, oh, I keep fixing this franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Stop breaking it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree. <sighs> but uh, how'd you feel with the trailer? Did you love it? Oh, yeah. This trailer basically gave... Because we already know. I didn't like. I didn't really care for The Last Jedi that much at all. I, I can't <laughs> bite you on that. <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> well, you didn't like the parts that I think are the good parts. Like the Luke Skywalker parts. I think that was a good part. I didn't like Canto Bite. I thought Holdo was weak as a character and could have been replaced with either Leia or even like a, a fan favorite like Emil Akbar. Um Canto Bite Holdo. Phasma was wasted. Like they Phasma was completely wasted. And she was entire, confirmed, she's confirmed to be dead. Good. <laughs> the the Rose Tika relationship was completely tacked on needlessly to me. That was unnecessary. Uh, Benicio de Toro's character, unnecessary. The slow ass space chase, stupid. But the Luke Skywalker stuff with Ray, the Kylo Ren stuff with Snoke, even the, the twist of killing Snoke, the twist of killing Luke Skywalker, the rebellion basically being annihilated, all that stuff I loved. It's just But it all got retconned. <laughs> <laughs> it just had but that's all but if we were to put that all in like a, in a row, that's like half the movie. The other half is like indefensible for me. I can't I can't defend it. <laughs> if, if you're like kind of white, I can't be like, well no, the kind the of white scenes were important because it establishes the, the 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 twist later that it was all hopeless. If you rewatch The Last Jedi, all it is, the entire movie, is things are set up and then it's subverted. Things are set up and then it's subverted. That's the whole movie. That's Ryan Johnson's guys rocks off to being like, you think this, right? No, it's stupid. You think this? No, it's not going to be that at all. It's like, ah, you suck. You're not a true fan. But yeah, so I wasn't a fan of The Last Jedi. Then I saw Solo. I wouldn't really care for Solo that much. So because of that, that's two movies. And and I'm pretty much, and I'm not like a huge Star Wars fan, but I'm a Star Wars fan. But those two movies, Star Wars is not on my anticipated movies list Mm -hmm. at all. But I will say this trailer gave me a new hope uh, for, for the franchise. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, the rise of the Skywalker. There was a rising of something else in my pants. Wow. Instead of Based being, on this trailer. Instead of being afraid for Game of Thrones not having enough time, though, to wrap up their story, I have more fear for this movie to wrap up its story and its runtime. Oh, yeah. I don't... I like. Because they got fixed so much from the last year. And not even just that, but it's like, I don't really have a semblance of like who Finn and Poe are. As characters? As characters. They didn't get enough development in The Last Jedi. That was like the movie that they should have really like doubled down on establishing who these characters are. Yeah. Like, uh, John Boyega was excited at the panel for getting an outfit that he felt like actually represented his character. So even he, he didn't say this, but that means even he felt like in the first two movies, he never had a strong like 
character-defining look or moment. I'm hoping in this movie he has that moment. I'm also hoping in this movie they confirm that Finn and Poe are lovers. <laughs> that they, that was brought up on the panel too. <laughs> it was. Like, is there a love tri- Is there a love triangle between uh, Ray, Finn, and Rose's movie? And he's like, don't forget Poe. Poe's in this too. <laughs> but yeah, it's clear that's like a fan thing that they they're leaning into. Well, they need to lean into it some more and make it canon. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm still rooting for Finn and Ray. That's my ship. No. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. You and your hetero. You're, everything's always straight. Give it to me. Is it always straight? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Name me five gay characters that are prominent in like genre films. I can't. I, I'd have to go to the CW and be like, hey, look at all these CW gay characters. And they got rid of all of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're useless. <laughs> uh, are we talking about the Mandalorian at all? Who cares? <laughs> wow. Wow. It's Andrew Pascal. It's uh They but they didn't even show anything. They just showed him walking out. Well, that was what I posted. There actually was a full trailer they didn't let me record. Like, no. After that, like well, they, I didn't see it. They did like a live stream and then John Favreau uh, like fake into the fake into the panel and then he was like, Now that the stream is over, do you guys want to see like a full trailer? And it wasn't just a trailer, it was like it was like a full scene of the ep- of the first episode. And then they show like a, a montage reel of a lot of different moments in the first season. And it looks dope. Well, I didn't see Gina Carano. I mean, I don't think she's a great actress, but the action looks good. How she's involved in the action looks good. There's like some fist, like some hand to hand scenes between her and Andrew Pascal's character. Um, there was a re- there's like a battle droid that I guess is a fan favorite because everyone cheered. But I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> a lot of moments I was like, I don't know. Enough about Star Wars to know who that is. <laughs> um, I don't. It's interesting because it takes place right after Return of the Jedi, so it's like the Empire's uh, like scattered, and a lot of them are like working for shitty organizations and stuff as like hired guns. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it looks cool. So if you're a fan of uh, Oberyn Martell from Game of Thrones, I'm not even sure if he takes off his mask in the show though. Does he have sex with guys and girls? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is that it for trailers? Yeah. That's it for trailers. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mentioned this already, but, yeah, Shazam is number one at the box office. It took in uh, $25 million this weekend. Little took in $15 million. And Hellboy took in only 12 so yeah Mm. Hellboy's definitely making it slow descent into hell (laughs) when you get beat my little dude that's that's sad very sad (laughs) like come on you're at least a franchise like you I was gonna say especially considering it's a franchise they spent more money on it more people know of yeah know of the property that's a damn shame it's something that's supposed to have been you know had sequels hmm but, all right. <laughs> but something that is doing, that's going to do very well at the box office, Avengers Endgame has outsold Fandango pre-sales, not by one, not times one, not times two, not times three, not times four, but five times over. Damn. If this does not take the number one spot, I'm going to be so fucking amazed. 
I wanted to beat the fuck out of Titanic. <laughs> Dethrone James Cameron. So, I don't know. I think it would be hard to do that by virtue of the fact that the movie's three hours. Oh, is, what? Titanic was three hours? Titanic was three hours, but you also got to take it to account. Inflation? Like, yeah, inflation. No. Look, I'm just saying, this movie deserves it more than Titanic and Avatar. Fuck those movies. <laughs> I liked Avatar, but still. I like Titanic too, but fuck them. <laughs> I like both of those movies, but still. I like it in game more, even though I haven't seen it. So we'll, we'll, we'll see if it, what, what it overtake, but it's definitely going to overtake Infinity War. It's gotta. But yeah, but the question is, will it overtake Avatar or Titanic? So At least Avatar. Come on, you can beat Blue Cats. Because <laughs> Titanic's number one, right? Titanic's Titan- one and then Avatar? Yeah. Okay. But, uh... I don't know. I don't have a segue for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but talking about Star Wars... In other news... <laughs> So, uh, Bob Iger himself came out and basically said after uh, episode nine, they're going to take a break from doing these Star Wars movies. Good. Yeah, good. It prevents the Star Wars fatigue setting in. I agree. And but they're not taking a break from Star Wars because, you know, Mandalorian, Clone Wars, the video games, but those aren't the books, the, the comics. Like, like, make us want to see, make the movies an event. But you know the the show and stuff. It's okay. You know it's the first. It's, this is the yeah, first live like, action in Star Wars. It's not show. like the MCU where you're doing Thor, then you're doing Doctor Strange, you're doing Iron Man, you're doing Captain America, you're doing Ant Man. Yeah, this all takes place in the same galaxy, the same group of people. Mm. It's just a different person holding a different lightsaber, <laughs> <laughs> and not even. It's like because is Ray gonna be the Skywalker that rises? Hey, we didn't even talk about that. Who do you think the Skywalker that rises is? That, I don't know. Is it going to be Rey or is it Kylo Ren rising to be a villain? Or he rises to be a good guy again? I think it's him rising to be a villain. Because I think... Is there a moment in the movie, I'm not Kylo Ren. My name is Ben. I hope he does have redemption. I hope he does have the Darth Vader redemption at the end and still dies. But I hope he does get redeemed. But there's a scene where he's he's fighting it looks like a Knight of Ren. With his, like he's, he slams down somebody wearing all black. With his sword. What's up? Is that a Knight of Ren, though? Who, who else wears all black like that? I mean, it's not a Knight of Ren, but Vader. It's, <laughs> it's not a good guy. He's wearing all black. Black is bad. <laughs> is it, though? Yes. Isn't Carrie Fisher wearing black? She doesn't wear all black. She's wearing dark colors. Why isn't there the Carrie Fisher's in her, in like, the moment where she hugs Ray? Yeah. They're using footage that, from Force Awakens. That, that moment is basically the fandom, like, holding Carrie Fisher and... Ray was crying. Yeah, this is the last year we're going to see Stan Lee and Carrie Fisher in a movie. Yeah. But uh, JJ said that they looked through all the scenes they didn't use for Force Awakens. And they said that they were able to figure out a way to use that footage to uh, finalize her story for episode nine. Yeah, because she died before they even started shooting. Yeah. So it's just like, serendipitous that they had the footage they, they needed to make it work. And it's also ironic, though, that their end game was to have Leia be the last one standing, but she didn't carry Fisher. At least story-wise, she will be. Yeah. As long as Lando doesn't die. <laughs> I mean, he came back for a ship. <laughs> I saw Black Nerd, uh, his review of it. 
And did you see what he said about the final scene? He hopes that that Lando him is laughing with the Millennium Falcon. It's, it's like the final the, scene. It's a post credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah, <laughs> I got my shit back, Han. <laughs> it might be. But yeah, we we talked about the the two biggest properties. Speaking of laughing, the 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 HBO is laughing in a in a bad way because we talked about the two biggest properties releasing this month. Being Game of Thrones and Avengers Endgame. Okay. And with that, when Avengers Endgame went on sale, every single fucking site crashed for tickets and all this other stuff. Yeah. Well, same thing happened with the Game of Thrones. When Game of Thrones aired, HBO the HBO app crashed. And people were pissed off because they couldn't watch Game of Thrones. Really? I yeah. watched the I watched it on the HBO app, but I didn't watch it until like eleven. Yeah. Well, that's why <laughs> people are trying to watch it at nine o'clock. Oh, okay, <laughs> and the app crashed. I would have also been pissed. People were pissed, <laughs> super pissed. So HBO, get your shit together. Seriously, it's not like it's not a, like a, a surprise. You had to you. a yeah, you had a year to prepare for this. <laughs> and Game of Thrones is like the only. I'm be honest, the HBO Now app is just the Game of Thrones app. Basically, like literally, if you look at an iTunes. Right under the words HBO Now, it's like, Game. watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Need to watch Game of Thrones? Download the app. So you got a week to increase your bandwidth because it's going to happen again. Yeah, and I'll be pissed if I fucking try and watch it at night. I can't. Basically, guys, don't watch it at 9 o'clock. Wait. <laughs> no, I don't want to wait. I want to watch it live. Stay off the internet and just wait like an hour or two. I'm already scared to stay Otherwise, on the internet you're gonna have for... To fucking Shit's gonna crash. <laughs> I'm already scared to watch uh, or stay on the internet for in-game spoilers. I heard that people are already posting shit. Oh, they are. I, that's what I've heard. Because I was like, who's seen the movie? They apparently this week they started doing pre-screenings. And you didn't get us an invite. What are you doing? I don't, hey. I don't have that kind of power. <laughs> F- find the power. <laughs> <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of having all the power, Disney has all the fucking power in the world. Because they're like, hey, Netflix? Well, fuck Netflix. Come to our Disney Plus app. And I was at first, I was one of those people, This I was one of those people that they were targeting because I was like, I'm not getting fucking Disney Plus. Like, I don't give a fuck. But they released their little panel of Disney Plus and they revealed not only is Disney Plus coming out in November, but they're like, Oh, hey, remember Hulu? You know how Hulu, you get this... Granted, they own Hulu, but you know how Hulu, we show ads? Well, we're not going to have ads on our streaming service. Mm. And on top of that, Netflix announced they were increasing their prices for $15 and $12.99. Well, our service is only going to be $6.99 a month. And on top of that, now that we own Hulu, we're going to have a bundle between Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. Who cares about the ESPN? But the bundle between... Sports. But the bundle between Hulu and Disney Plus, I'm interested. And on top of that, not only that, they're like, hey, you want to know about our franchise? We're going to have our entire Disney properties released on Hulu, released on Disney Plus. Wait, what does that mean? Like all the cartoons? All the cartoons. Like the... The animated movies? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So so long to the whole Disney. You know how every so like every couple of years Disney will release the Aladdin and the Little Mermaid or whatever on Blu-ray or DVD. Not no longer. It's all gonna be on Disney Plus. Oh my god. Day so, one. Day one. Oh my god. Not not only that, but, <laughs> but wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> Are you excited? They released teaser footage or teaser uh, 
thing of the the Wanda and Scarlet Witch show, and it's going to be called WandaVision, which is a terrible name. It's called WandaVision? It's called WandaVision. Again, terrible. <laughs> I'm suing. <laughs> but yeah, terrible name, but they released a little picture of them. But, I didn't see this. Okay. Here's the picture. WandaVision. WandaVision. What the? Why not Scarlet Vision? No. Blurred Vision. <laughs> Where's the picture? Can't find the picture. <laughs> it's not real. You lied to me. <laughs> wow. Okay, they got the Wanda and... Wanda's. They got the uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision show. They got the Falcon and uh, Bucky show. I don't know. The they got the Loki the, prequel no, show. No, the picture is the Falcon and Winter Soldier logo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that. Um... They got the Hawkeye show they announced. They got Shut the, the fuck up. I wanted to say all that. Oh, I'm sorry. They got the Mandalorian. That's, but yeah, that's so, a pretty good fucking deal. But yeah, the WandaVision. How much does DC Universe have? That shit got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's more than that. But yeah, they released the WandaVision, the Mandalorian. Uh, they released photos of uh, Lady and the Tramp getting a live action. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, they also... Announced that Hawkeye Jeremy Renner is getting his own series. He's like, I'm jealous of Black Widow, so I want my own show now. <laughs> they show the logo between Falcon and Winter Soldier. And the thing that I'm super excited about Mandalorian. No. Oh. <laughs> they announced what their first what if story is going to be. What if story? Remember, I mentioned they're going to do animated what if stories based in the MCU? Oh, okay. Animated? Animated. Okay. And that first story is what if. Peggy Carter is the one that got the super soldier serum. That's awesome. They're making Peggy Cap canon. They're making Peggy, Peggy Cap. Well, it's what if, so it's not canon. Well, whatever. <laughs> Basically canon. And canon enough that that's mainstream. And Steve Rogers ends up, he still stays baby Steve, but he baby gets Steve. he gets basically a war machine armor made by Howard Stark. What? To, to continue to be able to fight in the war. That's a cool idea. Is he called the Iron Patriot? I don't know. Oh. He's called Iron Steve. Iron Steve? That's a terrible superhero name. <laughs> who, what, who, what would he call you, stranger? Call me Iron, Iron Steve. Steve. <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo is getting his own Hulk series with She-Hulk. Wait, what? I haven't heard this at all. Yes. Don't lie to me. So it's like a live action show with Mark Ruffalo? Hulk, She-Hulk TV show, Mark Ruffalo to star. Wow. <laughs> Gender politics. Granted, right this is gosh. a rumor. Oh, it's a rumor? Fuck you. <laughs> but, it's, but it's a very reliable source. Okay, well, I mean, that sounds cool. I'd be down for that. You think she'd ever be in the MCU proper or just in the shows? I'm assuming. I guess they'll probably look at like how popular Disney Plus is. Then maybe they'll try to figure out a way to integrate. It's just weird that it's been so many years in the MCU and it's just like, Oh, I have his cousin never mentioned. <laughs> but they might do it in the sense where the cousin, she she doesn't show up until the series. Like, the series is when she, that's her origin. What do you mean? Doesn't he, he would have had a cousin this entire time, right? Well, I meant she becomes She-Hulk during that, because we never really oh, see. Oh, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah, I mean that. But I'm just talking about the fact that it's like, Mark Ruffalo has always seen, or Bruce Banner in MCU has always seemed like he's had no one. That's why he was so, that's why he, once Black Widow... He realized he couldn't be with her. He went to space. But it's like, 
You had family the whole time. You never once mentioned this person or or talked to this person on screen. No, she's not important. Uh, okay, <laughs> Bruce, you went to space and didn't tell me. I'm your last blood relative. Whatever. <laughs> Later. Yeah, you're not my real family. <laughs> Was he Vin Diesel now? <laughs> Family. And also another thing that gets me super excited about Disney Plus is Mandalorian. Is no. Oh. Stevie Wonder? Is, no, that's Well, right. you're doing like a head thing like Stevie Wonder, so I assume. That's blindest. Oh, okay. <laughs> they announced Love Simon is getting a TV series. Wait, what? Yeah. Is Keen Lonsdale gonna be in it? I don't know if I don't. It's probably not gonna be the same cast. Damn that! He it should be. What else is he doing? <laughs> like, Showing his dick on Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> if you're not gonna well, they the haven't they haven't anou- they haven't announced if it's the same cast or not. Are any of them big actors though? Not really, right? I mean, Alexander Ship is Storm, <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> well, the, the the main character, he, and the 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 best friend is in fucking Terminator. I mean, uh, Bumblebee. Don't care. <laughs> I think these are all people that could definitely be on. If they got Hawkeye in a show, they could get these people in a show. So, well, yes, I don't know. They haven't said if it's the main cast or not. I hope it is. I, I that'd be nice. That'd be good for Lee Keen Lonsdale. It's weird. I still have like this affinity for him. Like, I just want him to be happy. <laughs> he got just the shaft in Kid Flash, so I just want him to. Well, maybe he can get the shaft in Love Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, butt sex. <laughs> I wonder who would be the top and who would be the bottom. He seemed pretty manly in Love Simon. Yeah, he did. You think Keenan But then so did Nick. So did so did Simon. That's a good point. And Keenan Lonzo. Maybe, maybe, seems, they, maybe they flip flop. I feel like Keenan Lonzo's a bottom of real life. Yeah. yeah. He seems like it. <laughs> I think he has a bottom of real life. I can see it. It's weird. <laughs> Kid is, Flash! Is, is it though? Yes, because so, he's Wally. Somebody's got to be the top. Somebody's got to be the bottom. But he's Wally. He's not, though. He's Keenan Lonsdale. Oh, no, he's Wally West. Can we imagine? Wally needs his pleasure principle, too. I'm just kidding. I just imagine. I can only imagine Wally in like the full Kid Flash shoot, just like bent over, vibrating. Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, God. Ah, Wally. He needs his prostate massage. Ah. In the Speed Force. <laughs> but yeah, I love Simon. That's cool. I mean, the lineup is good. It's the lineup of- is fucking great. It's got everybody excited. Meanwhile, DC Universe people- is like, we got a uh, Young Justice sometimes. You see me watch that? The Doom Patrol? No? Titans? <laughs> like- Even people that were like me, where they were like, they, well, they weren't thinking about getting Disney Plus. Now they're like, mm. and, I wasn't either. And that price point, $6.99. Like, mm. What's the bundle with Hulu? They haven't said. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, that that kind of sold me. I also wasn't thinking about getting Disney Plus, but with this crazy-ass lineup, and it's pretty cheap, all right. I see you, Disney. This is why you ruined the world. <laughs> Seriously, everybody was excited, but you know who wasn't excited? Netflix. <laughs> the people that run Netflix, because after that announcement came out, Netflix... <laughs> Fuck you, Mickey! <laughs> Netflix stock plummeted. Wow. wow. <laughs> Maybe it plummeted is the wrong word, but it definitely f- took a took a nosedive and fell. Power that mouse, son. Because if you think about it, Disney, especially now that they got Fox, because they also announced that The Simpsons is now going to air on their streaming service mm. with new episodes and stuff like that. So it's not going to appear on Fox anymore. Okay. It's going to go to the streaming service. But, uh... 
if you think about Netflix, like Disney owns all the properties, pretty much all the popular properties. That's why Paramount. Oh, yeah. That's why Paramount struggled. I mean, with the exception of like Warner Brothers, but that's why I like Paramount struggling so hard to try to find a franchise. And like, uh, Transformers, uh, fucking Mr. Potato Head. I'm waiting for Disney to buy Netflix and then buy the Disney, this DC Universe app. <laughs> like, it's just going to slowly so, spread like a cancer. So it's like, even Universal is doing pretty well because they're doing the horror movies. So they're, they're working with that Jordan Peele or the Blumhouse yeah. movies. They found a niche. Yeah, so they found their niche. Paramount doesn't have their niche. Warner Brothers still, the Warner Brothers is still fine with the, with the Fantastic Beast movies and the DC movies coming, but getting better. <laughs> Fantastic Beast. Bleh. And yeah. I think uh, Hobbs and Shaw's that, uh, no, that's Universal. I think it's Universal. Yeah. Yes, because there's a there's a Fast and Furious ride in Universal, isn't there? I think Jumanji is uh, no, it's Paramount. Because I'm like, what else is Warner Brothers? I don't know, but Warner Brothers is in pretty. Warner Brothers is still pretty good. Okay. Ultimately, but you think about because they again they own the franchises, but you think about Netflix. The problem, the the biggest problem with Netflix is. Not that people won't go to Netflix, but even the stuff that they that people watch on Netflix isn't owned by Netflix. Netflix is licensing those properties. Like Umbrella Academy is not owned by Netflix. That's a comic book property that they license to get people to watch their show. Yeah. That's part of the reason why Netflix canceled the Marvel properties because it was getting too expensive for the license. Mm. And they didn't want to spend that money anymore for Daredevil. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is hiking those prices up. <laughs> exactly. They were hiking the prices up and they didn't want to spend that money. Yeah. So... I feel like that's going to be the big problem with Netflix is they don't actually have a property that they own. Like House of Cards, yeah, but... Well, that's the Kevin Spacey thing. <laughs> yeah, but even then, it's like... But the Sense8, they canceled that. Yeah. Mm. Bright? Is anybody really going to Netflix for Bright? No. <laughs> Will Smith is even going to Netflix for Bright. <laughs> yeah, again, I mentioned Umbrella Academy, that's coming, but they don't... Or Season 2, but they don't own that. Uh, Castlevania, I guess, maybe... Neo Yokio, but who cares? Well, let's buy Eddie Shankar. I think he has a license for that stuff. But he probably like paid Netflix some whatever. No, maybe. I don't, or I don't know, I don't know paid, how business works, so I'm not even going to try. Netflix probably paid him to own it or whatever. I don't know. I can totally see in like 10, 15 years, Disney just being like a monopoly but all, with all this shit. It seems to be going that way. It seems to be going that way, yeah. And you know more than likely what's going to happen is if, say, whatever reason, Disney does destroy the competition. This is like Game of Thrones of companies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, Wait, what is, what's Disney? Are they Targaryens? They got dragons? They're Targaryens, yeah. They're, they're just burning everything. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is like, Jakaris, huh? <laughs> but more than likely what's going to end up happening, the reason Disney, because they're going, they're definitely going under the market value of what the streaming service is by saying six ninety nine. But once they destroy the fucking, or get people reeled in and destroy all the other properties, of course they're going to hike the prices up after they already reeled you in. Yeah. But right now they're going to be like, you know what? We're Disney. We could afford to take a loss for right now. Like a good drug dealer. To give you the first couple hits for free. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, yeah. $200 a month. Yeah. And now you're just like, bitch. I can't, I, I can't. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm going to pay it. <laughs> <laughs> what did they announce? Huh? What? Another uh, Hawkeye? What? <laughs> Whatever they've announced. Like, fucking everything is like gold. They've got so many things like they can just whip out. Yeah, especially now that they own Fox. So guess what? Oh, Captain America died in the movies? He's getting a prequel show. Oh, 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 take my money! <laughs> yeah. well, let's let's do a show where 
Bucky is the winter. Bucky is Captain America. Oh, like what if? Yeah, they don't do it. Or not even what if. I'm just saying like TV show. Like, oh, girl. like his adventures. Because I feel like the the Disney streaming, like the Disney like Plus that. stuff is all the stuff that they want to do, but they don't necessarily think will work in a movie. Yeah. I like the idea though. Especially, so or instead let's of say, doing a Bucky Captain America movie, they would do a Bucky, do Bucky Captain America. I honestly or, don't think they're going to do even, Bucky Or even Falcon. Instead of doing, gonna, instead of doing a Falcon Captain America movie, they would Falcon never do yeah. a Falcon Captain America movie. But if they do make Falcon Captain America, he'll just show up in the Avengers movies. But that would be a good place for him to have character development as Captain America Falcon if they did a show. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Even the same thing about War Machine. Like there was Don Cheetah was coming out saying there was talk of them actually doing a War Machine movie. But instead of that, they ended up doing because they weren't going to do Iron Man three. They were just going to do a War Machine movie. But then I guess because you know all the stuff about Robert Downey Jr. How much they got to keep paying him to come back. Yeah. I guess they've whatever made it a deal or whatever. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And they did Iron Man three instead. So they could do a War Machine movie on Disney Plus now. That'd be cool. Or not movie, but like a mini series. Yeah, a mini series. That'd be cool. That that even especially again, Falcon Cap makes sense because you could put War Machine in that show. Put all the Black Avengers together, <laughs> and Love Simon shows up. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> just cause. Just, just cause. Crossing over everything. Oh, uh, I forgot to send this to you, but during the Star Wars celebration, there was a. Uh, I was like, really? At two Star Wars, there was a Buffy fucking booth. There was. Yes. <laughs> At Star Wars. At Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, does Michael work here? <laughs> Mike, are you back there? <laughs> like, literally half the wall was like Star Wars stuff. Like, it had some Game of Thrones stuff. It was like a bunch of Buffy shit. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what is this? It's bullshit. Well, bravo. <laughs> but speaking of Buffy, the next news item is... No way. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... Uh, I mentioned before that the Buffy comic was getting a, that got got a reboot. Okay, and they're on uh, four issues right now, and I mean it's all right. Okay, it's cute. I, st- I still like the original, the canon comics better. But uh, oh, this is the one that takes place in modern days. This is the one that takes place in modern days. She's in high school. Okay, but also with that, they also they decided to do reboot the Angel series as well, which is weird because Angel and Buffy haven't met yet in the comic. But they're doing a completely different take on Angel. What do you mean? And basically, Angel was he's turned. Now. <laughs> Angel was turned at eighteen, so he's younger. So he's young. Okay. And he's still a vampire with a soul. Uh huh. But the difference is, the series is going to take place. That's going to be really awkward for her when she very quickly ages past him. <laughs> Wait, series- now I think about it. So what was he like? A thirty-year-old man banging an eighteen-year-old? I think he's like twenty. I was thinking he was like twenty-five. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm thinking about David Boreanaz, like, because even as David, an actor. yeah, because I think he was like, tw- I think he was around 25 when he was first cast. Okay, all right, okay. I didn't, or worry. maybe like, yeah. I was like, is that creepy? Okay. <laughs> I mean, because she was in high school. I mean, it's creepy. Period. Because he's like 230 and she was 16. Well, I don't count that. But I'm just saying, like, a six. I take it from where he froze. No, he was. St- he's still 230. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> But it's hot because he's a vampire. <laughs> he's saying because it's hot. All right, so what are you saying? But yeah, but basically it says, Meet Angel, a vampire cursed with a soul who spent centuries protecting humanity from the monsters that lurk in the dark. Hellboy? Including, <laughs> including himself. 
Now, looking for redemption for the atrocities committed by the monster he was when he first turned, when he was first turned at 18, Angel stumbles upon a new demon uprising and a, sh and a shocking truth. The restoration of, hum of his humanity can only come if he takes one more life. <laughs> a certain slayer from Sunnydale who he's never met, but may now be his greatest enemy. Oh, so it's not his happiness. Happiness is in the trigger now? It's well, he's not evil. He's not evil. He's still a vampire with a soul. Because yeah. it says a vampire cursed with a soul who spent centuries, blah, 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 looking for redemption. He meets a demon that says in order to restore his humanity or whatever, he must kill a certain slave. Somebody probably more than likely probably tricked him to kill Buffy, to whatever. Oh, to make him human? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. And that's probably how he meets. But at the same time, like, but is that enough to develop his own comic series off of? Like, his show started because he wanted to get away from Buffy because that he can't be with her. Yeah. Because that makes it seem like they have to run concurrently. Like, unless he, he meets her and it immediately just takes off. Like, they have one encounter and then he leaves? That's what it has, it has to be if he has his own series already. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> I mean, granted, I, like I got to see what they do, but yeah, at the same time, out. it's like... The whole Angel and Buffy dynamic, like... Angel's popular because of what... It's not to say Angel can't be popular... Outside of Buffy, because he was, yeah. but his popularity came from what was established with the relationship of Buffy. Yeah, that's what makes sense. Yeah, so to start them already separate, like being that they already have their own solo comic series, it's like, how would they come together to come together for him to go evil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I am interested though. It seems like an Elseworld Buffy. Well, it's definitely an Elseworld yeah. Buffy. Ultimate Buffy. <laughs> it's definitely an ultimate Buffy because she takes it takes place in modern day in her high school. Now I'm kind of sold on that concept. <laughs> All I had to do was add the word Ultimate at the beginning. I was like, oh, like the comics, like Spider-Man. Ultimate, ultimate Buffy and Ultimate Angel. Oh, shit. Okay. But also kind of makes me want, because so, I'm like, Cordelia was on Angel, though, but Cordelia's a character on Buffy, and she's still in high school. She so, can't just leave home and... Is she just going to drop out of school and go to Angel? Yeah, like, what? Like, she was a grown woman, like... Got a job in the city the angel was in. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she tried to get, she was trying to be an actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm I am interested though. That sounds different. Ultimate Buffy, Ultimate Angel, younger, different origins. Or at least the meeting is different. I don't know. I feel like a lot of things in the, in the, in the, 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 Wait, the is, she, is she 16 in the comic now? She is. So they can't bang. I mean, they can't. He's 18. Isn't it still legal? Well, I don't know, because it's two years. It's like Transformers when it's like, you got to bust out that like card of like, actually, it's legal because of the age difference or whatever. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Texas I mean, law state. If you think about it, it'd be like, she'd be a sophomore and he'd be a senior. So I'm like, is that illegal? I don't know. If that's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's vampires. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. She's a vampire. She's a vampire slayer. So mm -hmm. this is this is does it still work the same way? Happiness makes him evil, or is that I don't enough? know. It's not out yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. But the thing that does he look like David Boreanaz in the comic? And does she look like Sarah Michelle Gellar? They do look like uh, their counterparts. That is straight up David Boreanaz. Yeah. It's not even like kind of David Boreanaz. That's just David Boreanaz. Yeah. 
Okay. They do they do that in the cop like they look straight up like Sarah Michelle Gellar or Allison Hannigan, Nicholas Brendan, oh wow, James Marsters. But the thing about the comic though, I feel like granted, I don't know how many issues they have for each like season or arc or whatever they're doing. But I feel like they're rushing a lot of it. It's like, hey guys, remember all the things you love about Buffy? Here it is already in the first issue. And then here it is already in the second issue. And it's like, but I don't know these versions of these characters. Like Willow's already Willow is already like super confident in the first like the first two issues. She's already gay. She has a girlfriend. She's already talking about doing witchcraft. Oh wow. And it's like, no. That's <laughs> not my Willow. Hmm. Like, the interaction with Buffy and her fighting no, demons no, is what made want, her... Maybe they don't think that you want to see all that happen again. You know I mean? Maybe they just want you to establish, like, these are the characters you knew. Here are the elements that you knew about them. Now we're going to take a different direction. But it makes me wonder, though, if she's already super confident, she's already doing witchcraft... Maybe she goes evil sooner. But it makes me wonder, like, where does she grow? Like, what does she grow into, then? Maybe she grows into a full villain. Does she? She didn't. She wasn't. I mean, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm speculating based on nothing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that's what Ultimate Comics kind of did. They kind of hit the ground running too. Like a lot of the character traits that you knew about the characters were already kind of fully established. Um, Spider-Man not so much, but like Fantastic Four kinda. Um, X-Men very much so. X-Men was just like, here's X-Men. <laughs> who's that? Wolverine. You know who Wolverine is. <laughs> you know, I mean stuff like that. And then they just went different directions, different stories. So I mean, that's what they'll do here. Like, do you want to see the the show play out all over again? Well, it's form? not even the show, but it's just like the Willow that we grew up to, like the Willow that ended up being by the time season seven ended, it's like she's already that character. So it makes me go, well, what's the growth then? Because she's already... Growth in a different direction. It's a different character, different universe. So they're just starting at the point that you know the character at, and now they're going to take it in a different direction. Rather than, rather than double back and do the development again, that, that, to me, that's boring because I've seen it. I would, I would want something different. That's why I like the Ultimate series. Because, like, establish the characters, give me enough things about them that I can recognize, but now let's do something different with them. So I don't know what they're going to do, but I, I think it's more interesting than just, like, hey, she's not confident in herself. Let's spend a couple of chapters of her being, oh, mousy, and here's my mousy girlfriend who's going to turn me out. And I don't know. I also I think... Maybe it's better for the times that she is more confident and, and comfortable with her sexuality already rather than her having to discover that and watching her discover that. She could be mousy and gay. But not mousy and confident, right? No. No. And I don't, I'm trying to remember the, the series. She It took a long time for her to actually accept her feelings for that girl, right? It didn't take that long, no. Like a season? Or did it take less than a season? Like, from the point of her being introduced? It took a season for her to come out to Willow and, uh, I mean, to Buffy. and Because uh, before she kept her a secret, but she was pretty much on board from, oh, like, see, almost maybe, the moment they met. Maybe that's why met. they want to make homosexual girls feel like they need to hide it. Maybe. Well, I'm not saying hide her being gay. I'm saying she's already, like, talking about doing witchcraft and super confident and all like It's like... Where's the buildup? <laughs> not the beam, not the buildup of her being gay, but like just the fact that she's like a powerful super witch already. And it's but like, but she's not. She's just talking about it, right? But even still, it's like. But that's the that's the development. But but, <laughs> but but no. But my whole thing is like you literally just found out about this world of vampires. Okay. 
and you're already talking about, oh, well, maybe I should try witchcraft. It's like, that's not a real reaction. <laughs> it would be for me. <laughs> if someone was like, yo, vampires are real. What the fuck? Can I fight them? No, you're a human. Can I use anything to fight them? I guess magic. Teach me some magic. <laughs> I want to learn some shit. Okay. I'm just saying, like, rather than be useless, be like the, the side characters going, go Buffy. <laughs> Yay, Buffy. Well, yeah. cheerleaders. That's what they really were. <laughs> well, speaking of yay, Buffy, yay, something else. What? So they announced that... Uh, Seven Deadly Sins, The Wrath of the Gods, the new newest uh, arc in uh, Seven Deadly Sins. A new season? Yes. It's coming. They didn't say when it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming on your face. So yay, <laughs> Seven Deadly Sins. Fuck yes. Oh my God, yes. They're going to have the Escanor versus Mel- Meliodas fight. Mm. It's currently slated for fall. Oh man, this is going to be a great year. That means it comes out with My Academia. Yes. So does that mean September, October, November? Oh, this is a great year for things. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. Who decided that? But uh, so Speaking of things, a great year for things. It's a great year for all the PlayStation gamers out there because finally, la- I think it was last week. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> Doesn't include Jordan. But yeah, finally, st- starting last week, you are able, if your name was Fuck Me Sideways 89, and you could, <laughs> what? And you, got, you, you were stuck, you grew up and you got stuck with that name forever, you can now officially change your PSN name for the first time ever. Oh, was never an option before? No, there was never an option. Wow, Sony, get together. Gamer tags could have been changed since day one, basically. So now you can finally change your gamer tag. But if it's any older games, your older. Your name will still appear as whatever your older tag is. What do you mean? Like, in the game? How's that work? What do you mean? Like, if you play an older, like, I don't know, fucking Uncharted 1 or some shit. Uh-huh. That they haven't, it's not updated or whatever. Your name will still appear as whatever it is. Appear where? On the fucking... Like, if you played online? Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's odd to that's me. Just all right. it, that's just what it says. I don't know how I don't know how shit works, so I can't even say anything about that. But all right, catching up to Xbox like ten years later. Yeah, gotcha. It's worth noting that there is a caveat involved in the name change process. While the large majority of most actively played PS4 games support the feature, games published before April first, twenty eighteen, may not be compatible with new online IDs. Playing these games may mean you still have to use your old username. And there's a chance that you could lose your access to the DLC. Hmm. Okay. Good to know. For some reason, it doesn't affect me at all. <laughs> well, speaking of something that doesn't affect you, but does affect somebody else. Who what? Warner Brothers. We spoke, speaking of Warner Brothers, we talked about them and their franchises. Well, their franchise might be in jeopardy because Warner Brothers is freaking the fuck out. Because one of their flagship franchises, Fantastic Based, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Well, Grindelwald was one of their main characters. Who surprisingly was good. And who played Grindelwald? At least in that one scene at the end. <laughs> who played Grindelwald, Jordan? Uh, Jack Sparrow. Yes, well, Jack Sparrow was <laughs> having a shit ton of shit happening to him with his ex, Amber Heard, in the news. 
Oh, Johnny Depp versus Mara? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Warner Brothers are super nervous about all this stuff going on with Johnny Depp. They're freaking out because they don't know what this might mean for the future of their franchise. Because they're like, are we going to have to fire him? Are we going to have to replace him? What is this going to do? Okay. High-level female execs at the studio are extremely worried about working with Depp and the message it sends to the public, especially after the recent sordid departure of CEO Kevin Sujahara. This is yet another blow to the morale of the female employees at the studio. If Warner Brothers continues to stick by Depp, it will reveal a lot about the values of the company. Hmm. Okay. I, I want Fantastic Beasts to be canceled, so I don't care. <laughs> Many at Warner Brothers wish that Rowling hadn't come out so strongly behind Depp because having made her opinions so public boxes them into a corner. All right. She also made her opinion public about Harry Potter and the Enchanted Trist. Oh, God. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's not real. Isn't it, though? It's not. So, yeah, so we might not see Johnny Depp as... It might be uh, Terrence Howard all over again. I mean, whatever, man. Good. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe he won't look as weird. Johnny Depp made that character look crazy. Well, speaking of something else I don't care about, I would have cared maybe a couple years ago, but now I'm like, I don't know, whatever, I don't give a fuck. But everybody loves Smallville. Somebody save me! And a big part of Smallville was Tom Welling. And this is the song that does in it. But okay. a lot of people wanted Tom Welling to show back up on the CW. Never happened. Well, Arrow is entering its last season. And it's been confirmed that Tom Welling will be coming into Arrow season eight. As who? Who knows? <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's Tom Welling. Yeah, yay. But I'm more of a Tom Welling fan when he's Superman. So unless he's Superman. Doesn't say. Okay. It's not confirmed. <laughs> All right, well. If he's Superman or if he's going to be just Tom Welling playing a cop. I mean, it is. That would be really dumb. But at least it's, it's, it's kind of fitting because Arrow is kind of like the modern day Smallville. Kicked off this whole superhero thing for the modern day. So, yeah, it'd be cool. Better be fucking Superman, though. No. <laughs> or if, if he's not, they better have a Superman reference. Motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, they gotta. Yeah, they gotta, but they might not. Well, speaking of Superman references, Titans had a lot of Superman references. And season two is coming soon. And... They've cast their Batman for season two. Batman's going to have a way bigger role in season two of Titans, and he's going to actually have a like a character. Because I just mentioned they cast Batman. And try to guess who's going to be Batman. It's a person you know. I know who it is. Oh, you already know. It's making fucking sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Fucking Jorman Jorah, Mormont? Yeah. Jorah, say Jorman. Jorah Mormont? Jorah Mormont is Batman from Game of Thrones. So he's not going to be... Cock blocked by Khaleesi. Or now he's not going to be friends with Khaleesi. Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn. But I'm just like, but the little bit that we've seen of Batman, Ian Glenn's kind of old. Eh? 
I mean, it makes sense. An older Batman. If to, but no, to, he's like... Like real old. Yeah, he's like real like, old. almost grandfather old. And we've seen Batman... Like, the and I don't clip. think he has the look. Like mm. his hair... I mean, maybe they're going to dye it black. But does, does he have naturally black hair? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, he doesn't look like what I imagine Batman to look like, even in old age. But it, in hindsight, it makes me go... Wow, Daenerys, you're going to choose fucking Jon Snow over Batman? <laughs> over Batman, though? I mean, Jon Snow's better than Batman. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's Aegon Targaryen. Batman doesn't have dragons. I mean, that's true. He could, though. Probably got his belt. <laughs> um, I mean, that's... I don't know. I got to see it. But I'm not... that. Whatever. It's Titans. It's not like Titans even has like a great track record for... Pitch perfect casting, so gotta see it to know if it's good or not. Well, finally, speaking of something else, I'm like, at this point, I don't care. What? So, in more episodes of the epic violin playing of Six Sad World, Sad Music. What? This is my life. Zack Snyder, more info on Vero. Oh my god! He came out and said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, like every time you give me more Zack Snyder news, it's like getting that text from your ex girlfriend, like, "I miss you," <laughs> or like, "Hey, I was thinking about you." Like Zack Snyder, leave me alone! I've moved on. He came out and confirmed that yes, a Snyder cut actually does exist. You said it didn't. Well, he said it's now. It oh. <laughs> and he also came out and confirmed that. I don't know who this guy is, but he's a famous audiobook actor or whatever. But he was going to be the voice of Darkseid. <gasps> who is it? Ray Ray Porter. His name sounds familiar. But, I mean, do you have like a voice clip or something? No. Okay, then what the fuck is this news even? What, what, who cares? What? That's it? That's the whole news? And the actor that came out, the actor that uh, played Ares, which Zack Snyder confirmed, that was going to be a epic battle between Ares and Darkseid that was filmed oh, that was cut I saw a concept art of Ares and Darkseid together and he said I was not credited for my work we shot a whole fight sequence with Darkseid I trained for four months to get in that shape Zack was amazing to work with and wow he confirmed can that. you imagine being that fucking actor you worked four months but you still got paid fuck you <laughs> you still got paid but yeah wow four months of your life got in sick shape the whole fight scene none of it was on this fucking show or movie and the concept I saw though the dark side looked like a big naked guy he didn't even he didn't even look like dark side <laughs> I don't know if it was real or not but if it was I'm like wow once again Zack Snyder you do not know how character design works he almost looked like naked Thanos naked gray Thanos a little bit have you seen it? no Oh. I'm just agreeing with you. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, you don't care, right? You already don't care. No, I don't care. Who does care? Who? who Zach, is, Zach Snyder cares. But who is like the small circle of fucking fanboys still going, oh my God, I want to suck your dick, Zach Snyder. Your vision was so good. I, go, I wish we just would have seen it. Zach like, Snyder cares. Like it's, it's over, man. We're, we're moving on. Like, we've got Aquaman now. We've got Shazam now. We're moving on to Joker. Like, without him, the universe actually has some hope. It actually looks like it's becoming something. It's not over, though. Because he keeps he keeps releasing the, the, the Vero 
post or whatever. Someone suspend that account. <laughs> you fucking indie. I hate that he's so goddamn hipster that he can't even use Instagram or something. He has to use like the most off-brand fucking social media platform out right now. Yeah, that nobody. Yeah, I'm ahead of the curve. I'm using things that other people don't. I'm so artsy. Ugh. Hate that guy. <laughs> it's not even true. I like Zack Snyder movies other than the fucking DC ones. But it's just like, he needs to let this BVS thing go. Like he's he's the the horse or not BVS Justice League go. The horse has been dead. It's it's decaying. And you keep beating flies, it. And he's still beating it. It's bone. The bone. You can see the bones. Let it die. Let the past let die. The past die. <laughs> Kill it if you have to. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Well, like like he did with Superman. He's trying to keep trying to bring it back. Well, there's no flash to touch the goo to make him make it jumpstart his heart or whatever. <laughs> Stupid bullshit. Uh, okay, is that it? That's it. Why do you have any news pissing me off? <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. We were Star Wars celebrating. Why are you though? You were a little you were set at the Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but even that was like that was like a fun hate. I was mad, but I was having a good time hating it. <laughs> this is just like oh. I'm tired of you, Justice League. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> no, I have nothing else. Okay. I can make something up. No, that's all right. <laughs> We're good. We're at the three-hour mark anyway. Joss Whedon has confirmed that he's doing a Zatanna movie. That actually would make sense. <laughs> I, if you lied to me, I probably would have believed that. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not doing Batgirl anymore. That makes sense. Which are sweet, sweet lies. <laughs> but yeah, that's the episode for this week. Uh, what's next week? Nothing. Nothing? No movies? No. Oh, Game of Thrones. It's always Game of Thrones for five more weeks. <laughs> the Curse of La Llorona. The hell is that? It's a horror movie. I've never even heard of that. Fuck you mean never heard of it. Are you going to see it? Yes, I'm going to see it. I like horror movies. Okay. I like tacos. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Racism. <laughs> That's right. Um, no, this movie is racist. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we got tackle. I mean, tackle time. We got a... Uh, because this movie is about a, a goat, like a Hispanic ghost, but yeah, it's white people. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it's one of these. Okay, is it a remake? No, it's just based on like Hispanic uh, lore. Oh but yeah, they're going after white people. Oh god damn it! Right. <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> like they cast a Hispanic woman as La Llorona. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> but the per- person she's like going after, like, is a white family. It's like, please, we don't speak Spanish. I can't understand your ghost. <laughs> God damn it, Hollywood. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> El Fantomo, please the... go away. Oh, <laughs> I'll show you the trailer right here. Oh, my God. So what? Where does the Spanish people come from? Oh, my God. They're white. Super white. <laughs> Oh, so it's a white woman that adopted Spanish kids? They don't look... Does she look... They look Spanish? Uh, she just said it was her kids. I'm, but I'm saying, do those kids look Spanish? Well, she's Spanish. Yeah, she is. It's like, can I be the main character? Because they're my kids? Nah. <laughs> it's not marketable. <laughs> what the hell? It's got like a... A white cloth in his face? What the hell?
the fuck? That's creepy. Yo, I swear this guy is in everything. He's like a priest in everything. I'm like, aside from the racism, I, it looks like a trailer I want to yeah, see. Yeah, there's a Spanish kid. That is so racist. So literally the only white person is the lead because she just has this woman's kids. Everybody's Spanish, except for the white lead. It's like Dragon Ball Evolution. Everybody's Asian, but Goku. Thank your kids. The kids look Spanish. Oh, she's doing her hair. That's nice. She got real aggressive with that hair rinse. <laughs> I don't even remember. Did she not feel her hands on her? She probably thought it was a mother. Because remember, you saw it in the beginning. The mother held the one. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, like yeah. rinsing. Okay. That's creepy. But racist as fuck that the <laughs> everyone smashed but the white lead. Got you. Thanks, Hollywood. All right. So maybe we'll, maybe I'll check that out. Maybe I'll check out the other horror movie, Little. Uh, <laughs> Racist. <laughs> and then we got Game of Thrones, One Punch Man. Yeah, we got we got shit cover. It's all good. Maybe I'll watch Black and Dagger. <laughs> that was on purpose. <laughs> Cloak and Dagger. Uh-huh. Uh but yeah, alright, that's this week's episode of Blur Vision. Uh, hope you guys have a good one. Have a good week. Star Wars celebration was lit. Feeling that Star Wars love. Thanks again, Disney, yeah. for inviting me. I didn't Thanks again, Disney, for not inviting me. I didn't get. It. I didn't go anywhere. Because you make all these dick jokes. <laughs> They're like, don't invite that guy. <laughs> well, they're going to be making dick jokes and love Simon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that's just... That's been this oh, episode. Did you hear about Instagram deplatforming or not... Deplatforming? What? Deep unpromoting people that, like, show stuff on... Like, if you make a shirt... Like, or you have a shirtless picture on Instagram. Yes. Or anything like that. Which makes no sense. It's like such a slippery slope. It's like whatever we want, we can just like we can just hide your account. Yeah. From things, it's like if you just have cleavage, like it's such a like a weird line to draw. Have thoughts become too? It's funny. Michael Ham was like, Instagram doesn't want me to post shirtless pictures, so here's a shirtless picture. <laughs> like, did, did the thought culture become too strong for Instagram's liking? I don't understand. Apparently, the cos- cosplay people are being too much. But I'm like, but you already can't like show dicks or anything or like bare ass or like somebody can't like flash their cooch on like yeah if somebody's just shirtless or they're showing their cleavage like that shit you could show in a pg-13 movie so it's like yeah like you, why are you the 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 line of if it's offensive we can block it is too vague yeah it's way too vague anybody can be offended by anything people are offended by you being black yeah <laughs> Oh, he's got a tank top on. Too much skin. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> or his name has... Get, like, granted, I don't know if it's going to end up hurting me in the long run, but, like, I remember somebody saying that... Uh, remember the guy whose name I got my name... Derived my name from? The Gay Comic Geek. Yeah. He, has a, he had a YouTube channel, Gay Comic Geek, and... He, he has way more subscribers than I do, but he was told he got flagged by YouTube because gay was in his name, so he had to change his name to just Comic Geek. What? 
I'm like, fuck. The word man. gay is bad. Yeah, the word gay is bad. So it's like again, slippery slope. It's like what. Who determines th- who determines this? And it's just really the algorithm, but it's like, what the fuck are you putting in the algorithm that the word gay is bad? There should really be some uh, human eyes on these things to be like, look at the context. But yeah, all right, that's stupid. Anyway, internet sucks. Because like, <laughs> that's why I was like, so I was like, because at one point I was like, should I have to, am I going to have to change my name? But I was like, I'll worry about that. I'm, I'm not making any money. <laughs> yeah, cross the road when you come there. But yeah, it's been this episode of Blade I'm Vision. like, what would I change my name to? Like, the reason, like, I mentioned this before, I want, the reason I want the name black gay even if it's not comic geek whatever black gay is like I want all my identities front and center spell gay weird <laughs> like g-a-e or something <laughs> G- yeah g-h-e-y <laughs> gay but <Black> gay, gay. <laughs> what the fuck you know nothing Josh it's not like what kind of accent is that <laughs> anyway that's what we said episode of Blur Vision I'm your host Jordan with I could be I could be black vision Black vision? Yeah. <laughs> or Blake. No, Blake. Blake. Black and gay. I'll be Blake vision. I called it here, guys. I'm going to change my name tonight. I'm going to sue you. Gonna be- <laughs> I'm going to sue you just like WandaVision. <laughs> what, be- is <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this? I'm going to be Blake vision. Let me give you the hardest side eye. Like, word. <laughs> Racism. I'm going to change it tonight. I'm going to be Blake vision. And the next week, I'm going to have a different mic. <laughs> he, he already said he wanted to have a different mic to talk Naruto. <laughs> just show up. No, it's the same. I'm not even going to bring attention to it. It's just like, hey, and I'm Mike. Like, that doesn't sound like Mike. No, he's the new Mike. <laughs> anyway, just say your name so we can get here. Hey, got, bye, guys. Blade Vision. <laughs> We're going to fight. All right, guys. Peace out. It's been summer for years, it's time to change seasons Turn kingdoms into old iPhones, make them start freezing It's treason for men to speak of us, you don't believe them You cut their heads off, and next to start breathing White Walkers, we've been here from the start From episode one, we were the best part These actors have fans and character arcs But winning over hearts didn't save that start You go from lead role to unemployed From being cocky to Theon Greyjoy From King of the North on a mission To Red Weddings to good luck at your next audition It took Jon Snow months to come back alive We resurrect your dead in just one night Turn your loved ones into whites Give your baby blue eyes like I had an affair with your wife I command an army, you got Stabbed by brothers And you know nothing Not even your real mother Got your brother getting dragged In a sleigh on the floor Turned his friend into a bellboy Made him hold the door Okay, let's talk about this ice That I'm carrying Cause I see your dragons And I ain't really scared of them Here's the thing I will climb the wall And kill your kings While you drink wine And you bang your siblings I am the Night King Got moves like Sub-Zero Will toy with you fuckers I am Robert De Niro The R-rated Elsa It freezes if I touch it We're the Walking Dead With a bigger production budget Real life villain Not just a scary story My whole Horse half dead, even Peter coming for me. Pure evil, no mercy when I attack. You're gonna wish that you had King Joffrey back. Winter is here, and once I make it to your homes, all of your bones will sit on the Iron Throne. Winter is here, now give it your best shot. Cause just like the mic, the temperature about to drop.